Good morning. Welcome to Planet Chaos. I am your host, Brandon Chaos. And I am your co-host, Crash the Great. What's been going on? You uh, weren't here last week. I wasn't. No, I had some family stuff going on. And then most of this week, I've just been dealing with trying to get a new day job. And then I was in Pittsburgh most of this weekend. I just got back today. So it's been a crazy, crazy week. How about you, man? How's things been going? Pretty good. I had to put up with Ed last week because you, you weren't did, here. did, I know. <laughs> How was that? Was that okay? <laughs> Actually, no. It was fantastic. No, I love yeah. Mr. Ed. I'm glad you got to see him. Yeah. That's good. It was a good show. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, you know, and he, uh, he, he hung around on the Zoom call. Uh you know, after the show was over, yeah, while I was editing, yeah, and uh, of course, he brought up that he wants to come back on the show. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. Like, do you mean like as like a third person? Yeah, yeah as a third person. All right. I told him I had to run it by you. Cool. You know, I told him. I told him though. I said, you know, Crash is going to have some demands. Of course. I said, first off, you got to use the correct pronouns. Ah, uh, yes. When, when addressing exactly. Crash, yes, you have to do that. It's a must. I said, and don't say anything super offensive. <laughs> he just can't be stupid, you know? Yeah. You know? And I know I'm, he's a smart guy. I know he knows how to rein it in. Well, but we also know he's a loose cannon, so. <laughs> he just says stuff for shock. He value. says whatever the fuck, yeah. He yeah. always does. He just wants to, you know. He wants to he wants to shock people. That's all it is. That is a very, that, yes. Ever since I've met him, that's, that's his yeah. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, I'd definitely be open to it. You know... I like his goofy energy. I always have. He, uh... And he could just, you know, Zoom with us, you know? Yeah. He, he kind of lives far away. Where's he Where's he live now? Camel. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay, well, he's yeah. Well, he's been out there for probably eight, eight nine years. Oh, like so... That. The, okay, yeah. the whole time I've known him, he's been out there. Okay. Yeah, he's lived out there for a while. Okay. Yeah, so he, he just Zooms, so... That works. Does that mean we get to use the green screen? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> awesome. We did that we did that last week. I saw that. I know. I want to do it again. <laughs> well, you know, I I'm you know, I'm wanting to uh you know, within the next few weeks or month or so or whatever, uh start doing the show live. Yeah, that would be great. Um do a live video stream probably on Facebook. Yeah. And then I have uh, a, a on online radio server that I go through. That we could run an audio only feed through oh, that. Oh, cool! Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, no, I I really like that idea. So what I was gonna do is I was gonna invest in uh, video equipment. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, really, all I would need at this point is just a camera on you. Yeah. But then I was like, hold up! It'd be so much easier if I had a device over there. Yeah. And just three-way the Zoom call, and then just res- that know, could just work. Yeah, that could definitely put the work. Zoom call out onto the Facebook Live feed. That yeah, that would work. That would one hundred percent work. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that would make your life easier too. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't have to buy anything new. I already uh, got all of the equipment uh, here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then the audio only stream that'd be easy because I I was I was mainly worried about because <clears throat> at that point we'll have to run the intro and outro music right. live. Right. We have to run the music beds when we go to commercial break live. Right. Um, so I would have to do that. And then I would also have to run the video because it would go, you know, back and forth between who's talking. But if we just do it like a split screen there, mm-hmm. the three of us, no big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
So that's probably how we're going to do it. That makes that seems like that would make the yeah. most sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that that idea came to me on the toilet the other day. Hey, I'm like, see that's, hey, that that <laughs> in the in the shower. That's that's yeah. where a lot of my stuff happens too. You never know when inspiration's going to strike, man. That is true. <laughs> that's why uh, you know, back in the day, musicians would always carry a tape recorder everywhere they went. Hell yeah. <laughs> now you just do it on your phone. Yeah, yeah, I have like a little like stupid recording app I use on my phone, but it works. Yeah. I have like five years worth of stuff saved there, and I just pick and choose like when I'm writing something, I go back and listen to it and pick it apart. Yeah. So it's useful, definitely useful. Uh, so did you hear about the tragic news the other night? Oh, God, what tragic news? What? There's so there's been so much stuff happening. Um, Taylor Hawkins I from the Foo see, Fighters I did hear about away. that, yeah. yeah. Um, I was at my guy's house, and he mentioned that, and I'm like, oh, my God, how old was he? And he's like 50. 50, yeah, he was a young God, dude. God, what a fucking shame that is. Yeah, um, yeah, I was I was driving, and uh, you know, I had my phone up there because I was l- listening to music through Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. And you know, because I'm in the media, I get thousands of oh, breaking news of, notifications. Lots of notifications, like, yeah. Before anybody even knows, you know. Right. And I, I get a notification that uh, <clears throat> it says Foo Fighters posted post heartfelt uh, tribute to. Their uh, late drummer, Taylor Hawkins. I was like, what? That's nuts. How did he die? Does anybody know? It's looking like overdose. Like, not accidental. Like, purpose. Yeah, because... They said he had 10 different substances in him. Yeah, my um, partner mentioned that. He's like, like, they didn't really release any details. Like, they just said to pray for the family and keep them in your thoughts. So I assumed it was probably something a little bit... Yeah. Like something not great, you know what I mean? Not like a like an illness or a an, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, he uh, he almost died of a heroin overdose in two thousand one. Oh my god. Yeah. And then you know he was doing because uh, he was in other bands too, right? Well, yeah, he had his solo project. Yeah, uh, I thought so. Taylor Hawkins and the Coattail Riders. Yes. Yeah. Then he just recorded on the new Elton John album. I thought so. I knew he was involved in other projects. Yeah, and then he had a he had a project with uh, with Dave Navarro, who oh, he, of who, all people, wow, who he also played with when he was backing Alanis Morissette. Man, he's done a lot. Yeah, that's um, just such a shame. Yeah, because he was Alanis Morissette's drummer. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I uh, yeah, yeah. <sighs> I can't believe that. I I like. It's weird. Like I was thinking, I'm like, I wonder how Dave like Dave must feel. Like he he's been in two. Those were his two major bands that he lost, you well, know. Not just Dave. Um, I was, you know, I, I was reading an article today about uh, the band, you know, paparazzi's all on them as their plane is landing in L.A. today. So I was reading an article from TMZ. Mm-hmm. And, like, it hit me. Um, that whole band has yeah. seen a lot of tragedy. Uh, Pat Smear, the one guitar player... Uh, in the late 70s, he was in a band called The Germs. Oh, I've heard of them. Uh, their lead singer, Darby Crash, killed himself with a drug overdose. Actually, the same night that John Lennon was killed. Fuck. Yeah. That's crazy. And then Pat Smear and Dave Grohl played in Nirvana together, which is when Kurt killed himself. And then uh, Chris Shiflett, the other guitar player, uh, he originated from a band called No Use for a Name. And I want to say about 13, 14 years ago, the lead singer of that band, 40 years old, dies in his sleep, natural causes. Damn. Oh, my God. And then now the three of them and the Foo Fighters together and their drummer 
Died. I can't. I just can't believe that. That's a lot of tragedy for those that teams is. that have to endure in their careers. Yeah, that's a lot of loss. That's a shame. Yeah. I was shocked. I really was. Because, like, that's one of those bands that you don't think anything like that's going to happen to them. But. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Please pause for technical difficulties. <laughs> Brandon's mic ran away. It's, try, it's trying to, like, get out of the room here. I mean, I don't know. That would only happen to you. That, that's <laughs> Watch, mine's like going to go sailing across the room, too. I hope so. <laughs> what you get for laughing? I'm sorry. I just like looked down and I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Why is it not plugging back in? I laugh at your misfortune, friend. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Just keep talking. So, yeah, that's what I was, I was going to, oh, man, so, I don't know, like, I, I got to spend most of the weekend out of the city, oh, so that was kind of cool. Oh, I heard, I heard something. Yeah, I, <laughs> I heard something. <laughs> I figured it out. Hey, right there he is. There he is. How does that even happen? I don't know. I'm not sure, man. Mike is in there pretty secure. Yeah, that, like, flew. That Just, flew across the room. Well, it fell and bounced off my knee and went <laughs> under the fucking desk. Oops. Jeez. But we drove through. Right, um, <laughs> right in the middle of a serious I moment, know. too. Of course. Dude. That's how it goes. Of course. <clears throat> yeah. We drove through uh, Millvale, and I, we were talking about, I was telling him about uh, Mr. Small's Theater. Did you ever see any shows there? Uh, I believe I've played there. Before. You played there? See, that's one place. I believe so. That's one place I would love to. Are they still? Are they still open? I feel like one of the. Oh yeah. Okay, I yeah. thought so. They have I... the, they have the two different rooms there, kind of like the Agora and Cleveland. Does. Yes, yeah, because yeah, I saw room and I saw theater. Mariana's Trench there. Okay. In 2016, and they were amazing. I would love to play there. That is that's a really cool venue. So we were there. I'm trying to think what other parts. We were kind of in like some of the. Like suburby parts of the city, like Mount Lebanon and Bethel Park, like stuff like that. This weekend, we were downtown for a minute, but um, Bethel Park isn't that where Warhol's buried? I think so. Yeah, because yeah, we that's that that was our main reason for going out of town was we went to the Warhol Museum. Okay. Um, now that was that was amazing. I'm a I'm a big fan of Andy Warhol's work. Um, I actually bought I finally bought the Campbell soup can for my kitchen, so I have you a know, pr- I have a print finally. I I appreciate art. Mm-hmm. I, I like going oh, to I know museums, you do. but I can't go to just an, an exhibit dedicated to one artist. See, I don't, it depends on who it is. Like, I love Warhol, and I, it was just, it was surreal for me to actually be in a building with the stuff that he had hit, like he touched, yeah. that he actually worked on. And I mean, God knows he wasn't a perfect person, but you know, we've all learned to separate the art from the artist. Yeah. Um, but I just have always loved his work. I love the the screen printing and like the real bright colors. I love the graphic nature of most of it too, with like the text and some of the commercial stuff. Like it, it's just some of my favorite, some of my favorite material. But he's probably one of the only ones that I would go to his something just dedicated to his work. Some other artists, it would it would yeah, I'd, I'd get bored. I I'm went, with you on that. I went to a uh, it was a Van Gogh exhibit. In Cleveland. Oh, did you go to that? No, this was several years ago. Oh, uh, not yeah, the not little, the super immersive yeah. trippy thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. And you know, I'm looking at like, yes, I, I I love Van Gogh, but at the same time, I'm like, I want to move on and, and see some Rembrandt, some yeah, Monet, some, some Monet, some Picasso. You know? Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. think I could do all 
Van Gogh. I love yeah. his work too, but it, it would get a little bit like monotonous after a while. Definitely. Somebody was trying to talk me into going to a Banksy exhibit. See, I feel like that would be cool. Where was that? Uh, it's it's a traveling one. I think the one that they were trying to get me to go to was in uh, Columbus. Okay. Yeah. Why didn't you go? Uh, not not sold on it. <laughs> yeah. I, I I'm not sure if Banksy really lives up all, to all the hype. I think the the thing that captivates people the most about Banksy is that nobody knows who the fuck he is. Right. He's mysterious. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have to go see it for myself. Because his, I mean, his art's okay. Yeah, it's you know? street art. Yeah. yeah. I would have to see it for myself. I'm, I think I'm with you. Until I until I witnessed it in person, I don't know if I Have you ever see. seen a Banksy in person? Not in person. No, no. I have. I, I mean, it's all over New York. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. I know that's his main, that's kind of his main location. But I, I, I know he's painted stuff in London and Paris as well. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'd have to see that in person. Because I know what you mean. Like that's it's mostly about the artist and the mystique of the artist, yeah. which that's not that's not enough. You know, that only goes so far. That's kind of a gimmick. It's a little bit of a gimmick. Yeah, for sure. But it was cool. It was really cool to see the original work of um, Andy Warhol. Like that was that's something that I'm glad I finally got to do. I've meaning, been meaning to go there for years. So that was so so cool. What else did you guys do? Um, we were kind of boring because we both had like a crazy weekend last weekend. So we, we, um, we went and got, we got some really good Italian food. There's this place called Pasta 2 that was in, that was Mount Lebanon. It was really, really good. Um, and then this morning we kind of drove around, um, just kind of like looked at some of the, some of the historical neighborhoods around there too. And some of the houses are like back like 1920s ish. They're beautiful. And they're all like in the hills, which is really cool. I love Pittsburgh. So it was Pretty pretty tame weekend, but it was fun. Really fun. I like Pittsburgh. It's a nice city. It is. I'm a fan. You know, it's awesome. it's almost Oscars time. Yeah. I just had something <laughs> pop up on my phone. I didn't know if you wanted to talk about that or not, uh, but you know, it's for me. It's it's the same every year in that I really don't know any of the movies until they're announced. Yeah. For the Oscars. I've run into that too. Um, um, the, I mean. Lately, there's been a, a, a few that were rare. Yeah. Uh, like this year, Don't Look Up. Yes. Of course. But, I mean, that's mainly because of all the hype around it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, that, that felt very that current. Yeah, people hyped that up a lot, so I watched it. I thought it was an, an, an okay movie. Um, I think the message was better than the film itself. I think that's why it got so many views. That's my opinion. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the acting was pretty bland. That's a shame because yeah. yeah, Leo was in it. I like Leo. He's he's one of my he faves. Was, he was pretty good. Um, I thought Ron Perlman was great. Yeah, <laughs> he's um, always good. And then, uh, of course, Meryl Streep was fantastic well, you know she's as a, always. She's yeah. a queen. Yeah. Um, the the lead female though, uh, I can't remember Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. J Law. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, she. I didn't think she was that great. Yeah. I felt like she was. She was kind of uh, almost like a a parody of every like woke woke, woke. far left person, <laughs> like every negative stereotype about Aww, you know those people. See, I felt like she embodied all of them. Because I'm kind of one of those people, and I don't. It's like, but you aren't. 
you you weren't a parody of that. I'm not. I'm so <laughs> she was. <laughs> I'm so glad I'm not. Like it was it was just every negative stereotype, and you know I felt like oh let's see that limits her because she's a good actress. I've seen her do some really great like great serious work. Wasn't she in that movie? Uh, Passengers with Chris Pratt. Yes. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was a good movie. I saw her in Mother. That like allegory for um, it was like a kind of like a creation in Christ allegory. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was that like I don't think I couldn't watch it more than once because I was like, oh my god, what just happened? Like that was. Yeah. She did a great job in that too. So she's done some really good serious work. So that's that's kind of a shame they boxed her in with that, you know. Well, they were kind of trying to make a point, you right. know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Meryl Streep was supposed to be a Trump-like character. Uh, I got that vibe, yeah. You know, uh, Leo was the, the nerdy scientist that nobody took seriously. <laughs> right. Almost almost like a uh, like a poor man's Dr. Fauci. Yeah. Uh, you know, and then Jennifer Lawrence was the... Uh, She's the woke Yeah, the woke, woke person. Yeah. You know, and uh, Jonah Hill... Was oh, he was in that too. That's right. Because I saw I mean, the trailer. I didn't watch it yet. He though. was almost like all three Trump kids all rolled into one. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I gotta watch that. You haven't seen it yet? No. Uh, huh? Yeah. No, because I saw it's, the trailer and I've heard about all the hype, but I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. It's it's not a terrible movie. No. By any stretch of the imagination. It's but not. it just kind of poked at the cultural zeitgeist. That's why it's. It, well, you know, it it made fun of both sides. Yeah. Well, you know. I you think know, there's there's fodder people, on both sides. <laughs> I you know, truly people, think so. People who, you know, like during COVID, took the panic way too far. It mocked them. Yeah. The people who acted like it was a hoax, it mocked them. Yeah. You yeah. know. <laughs> well, you know, we think both sides deserve a little bit of ridicule, for sure. Yeah, and everyone thought it was kind of, uh, uh, you know, about global warming. I felt like it was more about COVID than than. Yeah, it's, it felt like more of a metaphor for COVID. Yeah. For sure. Especially with Meryl Streep being, you know, being a like Trump like character, yeah. kind of character, yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I need to watch Cause it was, that. Because it was like, you know, the, the this this huge uh, asteroid is coming. And <laughs> like, it's like, oh, it's not a big deal. Well, hey, go away. let's see how we can make money off of this. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I need, to, I need to give that a watch. I might watch that tonight, actually. Um,. I'm looking at the nominees right now. Uh, okay, so here we have Best Picture, okay? Okay. Nightmare Alley. Okay, all right. Never heard of it. No, I think Bradley Cooper's in that. He is. Yeah. I heard that was good, but like the plot wasn't super great. Like The cinematography was good. I've heard different things. Dune, I've heard of. Yeah. But I've heard everyone say it's boring. Yeah, I've heard yeah. boring too. Uh, apparently, it's a remake of an old it, movie from the 80s. It is. I, yeah, yeah, it's a remake. I've never heard of that one either. So, okay. I've heard of it. I've never seen the original, but I've heard of the original movie. Uh, Belfast, I've never heard of. Mm-mm, me neither. The Power of the Dog. Have heard of that. Ha- do, I guess seen it's, a, it. it's a Western. It's the only thing I know about yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Yep, it is a Western. Uh, King Richard, which has Will Smith in it. Never heard of that one. Uh-uh. Uh Don't Look Up, of course. We were just talking right, about yeah, that. Right, yeah, that was, yeah. Uh, Drive My Car. I've never heard of that one. No, man. These are all like see, obscure. <laughs> licorice <laughs> Pizza. I did see that. I, I didn't even know it was out yet. Yeah, I've it's been on wanting to see Amazon. It. It's on Amazon? Yeah. I'll check it out then. Yeah, it was, you know. I wouldn't want to see that. I saw it. I was up to the last 20 minutes and then I had to go to bed because I had an interview the next day. Um, it, no. was, it was good. It was a little. 
I like that it was kind of way like weirdly shot because yeah. it felt more. It felt a little bit more realistic. Like the way that people like they did makeup and costuming and stuff. These looked like they could. They were real people. Like okay. they weren't super made up or anything like that. Everybody looked super real. But just the vibe between the characters, like with the way the dialogue is and stuff, it's a little weird. But I, it feels like it's supposed to be that way. I like Bradley Cooper a lot, but he's done a lot of duds lately. Yeah, so. his character in that, he's just like, he's a nut. He's like a nut that's high on cocaine. Uh, that's what he is. West Side Story? I've heard that was a good remake. I didn't even know there was a new one. I guess it was directed by Steven Spielberg. Yes, I am dating a theater nerd, and he was going on and on about it this weekend. Yeah. Because I asked him what he thought versus the original. Because the original is one of his faves, and he said that it was it lives up. So uh, Coda? I've never heard of that no, one. No, I haven't heard of that one either. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> We're batting 100 with these movies with the Oscars. Uh, best actor? Uh, never heard of two of these. Andrew Garfield? But for what? Tick, tick, boom. Oh, oh my God, Brandon. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was, That's a musical that um, was Jonathan Larson, who wrote Rent. Yeah. He did that before Rent came out. Oh, I didn't even know he did another when he musical. When he was still living. Because Rent came out on what like was out on Broadway after his death. I think, I think he died like the night before premiere. He died the night before the first dress rehearsal yeah. of Rent. Yep, from like a heart, heart thing. He was 35. Yeah. Um, but Tick, Tick, Boom was like... A musical, like a one-man musical about him getting into writing musical theater. And Andrew Garfield, and Lin-Manuel Miranda directed it, um, did like a Netflix version of Tick, Tick, Boom. And it was spectacular. Absolutely spectacular. I hope he's my vote. Just based Uh, on that, because it was great. You don't even know who the other nominees are. I don't, but I loved loved that so much, though. I did. Uh, Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos. Oh, he was uh, Desi. Yeah, see, I, I haven't seen that one yet. That's I one haven't with, brought uh, myself to Nicole be able Kidman, to. Right? Yeah, I haven't brought yeah. myself to watch that yet. I don't know. I um, love. I loved. Lu- I love Lucille Ball, so I'm like, ah, I don't know about that. Um, Will Smith for King Richard. I still don't know what that is. Like, yeah. I think I saw one ad for that somewhere. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's in that. Uh, Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Oh, that's right. He did a Macbeth thing. Uh, best actress, uh, Jessica Chastain. She's hot, by the oh, way. Oh, she is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, for the eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, yeah, that's right. She was Tammy Faye. Oh, that's another one I need to watch. Um, Kristen Stewart for Spencer. She, I heard she killed that. Did you see that or no? Uh, I haven't again, seen never that yet. heard of it. No, that's the biopic about Princess Diana. Oh yeah, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, she like about, disappeared into that role. I know about from the crown. No, yeah, um, Kristen Stewart did a biopic about Diana, uh, and she looked—I mean, looked the part. Everything. So. Uh, Penelope Cruz for Madres Paralelas. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's a Spanish movie. Obviously. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, Olivia Coleman, who I've never heard of, for The Lost Daughter. Oh, she was in The Favorite. She was Queen, uh, the Queen in The Favorite. Never heard of that. No? No. That was another Oscar darling a few years ago. I, I mean, like, I, I watch the Fast and the Furious movies and <laughs> anything Seth Rogen's in. So That's you watch the super shit. bro-y stuff. You do. I don't know if I would consider Seth Rogen to be super bro-y. It's kind of bro-y. <laughs> kind of. It's like stoner comedy bro-y stuff. I just... Recently watched the new Scream movie, by the way. How was that? Because I have a lot. Of, I have a lot of friends that were super Fantastic. excited about that. Okay, that's good. Nev Campbell's hot. 
She's oh, one of my... I think she was probably oh, yeah. one of the first, like, female celebrities I had a crush on, for sure. Cute, cute, I mean, It's cute. funny. Like, I, I had a huge crush on Nev Campbell in high school. She was, like, the it girl when I was in high school. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was, like... There, like, you either liked Nev Campbell or you liked Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, man. Yeah, that's tough. I just... Yeah. I don't know. There's something about Nev Campbell. It's her face, I think. She's just got such a that, pretty See, face. that's what I... When I first met my wife, I thought she looked a little bit like Nev Campbell. She's got a similar, yeah. It's like the a similar. Eyes. It's, it's her eyes. eye shape. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I could see it definitely. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen it. There was a character's death that really bothered me. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure, we all know. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen it no okay never mind then i won't say don't say anything else, I won't say anything else. <laughs> well they, i mean they already advertised they said one of the original they allude to is, it is i know gonna die yeah so. yeah yeah i mean i didn't want any of them to die but no well yeah because yeah. that's such a long-standing series yeah. of movies it's like no these are my peeps don't kill them the, off the killers though that was the the major twist Oh, now I need to see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the 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 main girl, who's s- sort of supposed to be taking over for Sydney as, mm-hmm. the, as the new series, you know. Are they going to continue? Yeah, they are starting to film the new one this oh, summer. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. I didn't and know they were going to like keep going. They're wasting no time. But the the main character, she is the daughter. Of Billy Loomis, the killer from the first movie. Oh wow! Yeah, before he started dating Sydney, he got another girl in their class knocked up. Oh my god! Yeah. What? Yeah. What? That's crazy. Yeah. That's an interesting plot twist there. So that, like, you find that out like the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. That's like crazy. she's, like she's uh, in therapy and on all kinds of antidepressants oh, yeah. and antipsychotics because. Like, she hallucinates seeing him and stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's a great So, plot, of course, Skeet Ulrich is yeah. in it. Yeah. And I got to say, though, the CGI to make him look like a teenager is probably the worst part of the movie. Oh, no. Yeah. They really fucked that up? Come on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you would think they have the technology. Like, yeah, because I mean, I've seen beautiful, like, beautiful CGI with aging people down or aging well, people up. And it's like... Look at the Irishman. I know. That's a perfect example. Yeah. They made De Niro and Pesci look like they were in their 20s. That's a, that amazed me. I'm like, damn, that's yeah. not makeup. I know that's not makeup. Yeah. Uh, so going on with the Oscars, there's, yeah. like, it's basically, it's just people from all those other movies that we already mentioned. Okay. You know, it's all Don't Look Up, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, right. Coda, Being the Ricardos, Power of the Dog, Belfast. Yeah. I will say the two leads from Licorice Pizza were both really good. I don't know the guy's name. I know that the lead, uh, the female lead from Licorice Pizza, she's part of the band um, Haim or Haim, like the three Heim, sisters. Yeah. Haim, yeah. She's one of the Jewish. members of Haim. Yeah. yeah. They're Jewish, right? Yeah. Yeah. Her character, like just the way she played that character was great. Uh, let's see. We do have some winners, though. They've already come in. Uh, like, best best he- makeup and hairstyling, Cruella. Oh, yeah. Uh, best original score was The Power of the Dog. Uh, best film editing is Dune. Best production design is Dune. 
that's all we got so far. All right. Yeah. That's solid. Even if it was boring, I'd imagine with that, with how that movie set, yeah, that would probably take some good production design. Yeah. Because that that's all about setting and all about you know. Because I I haven't I, you know, like I've seen stuff about the original and I know like there's people that were really excited about the remake, but no, I had no interest at all. Yeah, I. When I, think it comes to, I think that's another Timothy Chalamet movie. He's like the lead in that movie, and he's kind of an it boy right now. You know, when it when it comes to sci-fi, you know, I I don't like sci-fi that's like completely outside of the realm of possibility. No, I don't either. You know, like I really um, don't either. When it comes to sci-fi, like Interstellar, yeah, I, I love that movie because it's possible. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, there was uh, The Martian. That was another one. You know, and yes. scientists have come out and said. If we were to colonize Mars, that's exactly that's how we how, would that's fucking how do it. it. Look, yeah. <laughs> like, that's exactly how we would do it. It's completely 100% possible. Yeah, one of my first favorite authors like that I started reading when I was in junior high, high school, was Ray Bradbury. Who okay. He's, he's like sci-fi, but he, he borders on like a little bit of like creepy stuff too. Creepy yeah. stuff, nostalgic stuff. But like a lot of his was sci-fi that felt like it could happen, and some of it has. Yeah. Like there was one short story called There Will Come Soft Rains. That was about a smart house. Like, everything was automated. And this was written back... It had to be, like, the 1940s or 1950s. Yeah. Like, in the, you know, the atomic bomb, like, Korean War era. So there was a lot of, like, people were afraid of new technology and afraid of the bomb and all this stuff. And he really, like, played into that. But that story, like, there was, like... What we... We have Alexa. Like, a lot of that story sounds a lot like her. Like... There, there are smart homes where you, yeah. know, you have everything connected to your Alexa or your so, Siri or whatever. Yeah, he's an example. Like some of his his concepts that he wrote about in a lot of his short stories and novels, like felt like they could come true, and some of them have. Yeah. Like, did you ever read Fahrenheit four fifty one? Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of that has has definitely happened. Like FaceTime. Um, there's there's so many other things like smartphones, um, flat screen TVs. That's all stuff that was in Fahrenheit four fifty one. So. I'm with you. I don't like the stuff that's like the super trippy outside of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. I, I like the stuff that feels more concrete. There it's was, more uh, interesting. There was an, an author. Uh, his name was uh, Ray Kurzweil, who also uh, created the Kurzweil keyboard. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He had a, a book called The Age of Spiritual Machines. I think I've heard of the book. I haven't heard of the author, though. Um, the band Our Lady Peace actually did a concept album based on the book. That's cool. Yeah. That's um, really cool. But it was about how uh, in the future, before we die, we'll be able to upload our entire consciousness into a machine. There was a movie about that. And live on as a robot. It might have been based on the book. Probably. Or at least adapted. Yeah. yeah. I thought that but was at that's the a time, cool concept, too. Scientists were like, that's completely impossible. But now with the development of AI and how far AI has come just in the last year. Oh, yeah. They're saying, well, yeah, actually. That's possible. That book could come to fruition within the next five, ten years. I feel with how fast everything's been going, I could see it being a real possibility. So then uh, not just can you upload your, your consciousness, like your memories and all that you would be able to live on as the robot and make new memories. Oh, my God. And they believe that 
that's the key to living forever. Is it through AI? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that make that's that would make the most sense. Yeah. God, that's that's like I'm thinking about that, and I'm like, oh, that's like a, that's a rabbit hole. Yeah. That I'm gonna have to go down one of these days. Oh God. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, there was a movie I watched recently. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It had Jason Segel in it. I love him. Um, he's such a moose of a man. He, he really is. And he's versatile. He Incredibly is. I love versatile. him. Yeah. Um, this was a. It was like a serious, dramatic role, but it was like borderline sci-fi. Uh, basically, this scientist who is his father in the movie mm-hmm. um, proves that there is an afterlife. Oh. This already sounds really interesting. And uh, they're they're trying to keep him from going to the media about it in the beginning uh, because they feel like this proof of an afterlife will lead to mass suicides. Yeah. Um, The Discovery, that's what it's called. I'm going to have to watch that because that sounds – that's like one thing that I I think is really interesting because that's one thing I grapple with a lot. Honestly. And, uh, so, the, like, in, in the film, like, he can record video of your dreams. Mm-hmm. Oh, stuff wow. Stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want to see that. Uh, <laughs> but how he discovers it is he's trying to record a dream, and the patient dies. And then it just And keeps, it starts it recording, recording him going into the afterlife. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that's such a cool concept. Brilliant, right. Yeah, yeah. okay, I'm going to have to definitely watch that, too. Yeah, and then uh, uh, Elvis's granddaughter is in the movie, too. Really? Riley Keough, yeah, she's in it. Oh, my gosh. She's beautiful. She looks just like her mom. I'm sure, yeah, she's yeah. got some good genes. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. But the, the twist at the end of that movie, very, very M. Night Shyamalan-esque. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm not going to give away the ending. Don't. A, I was going to say, don't yeah. tell me. It's on Netflix if you want to watch okay, it. Okay, I'm going to yeah. have yeah, definitely gonna have to watch that too. It's one of those, it's like a very obscure movie. I just was clicking through and it was recommended, which I don't even know how they, I don't know how they recommend I don't know how stuff. that works either. That's a weird yeah. algorithm with Netflix. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, <laughs> it really doesn't. Like some of the stuff it recommends... It's like, why? It's like nothing <laughs> like what I've watched. Why would I ever watch that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but some of them, it really nails it. I think it's sometimes they're just trying to push a movie that's like a Netflix original. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because yeah. that pays their bills. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they pay a lot of money to get these movies made. They do. Because you know? some of them are really, I mean, some of them are really then, great. Yeah, if nobody's watching it, then it's like, what's the point? Exactly. Uh, yeah, but that movie came out like five years ago. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just watched it not too long ago. See, I like I always like when um, comedic actors take on a serious role and they actually pull it off. Like that makes me happy to see that. He's done quite a few serious roles. Yeah, he has. I can't I can't think of anything else I've seen him in that was a serious role. But he is more versatile than um, most people think. I've just always liked him. What was he in that was serious? Um. Freaks and Geeks. I that love that role. so much. Oh my god, that was that's probably one of my favorite shows that I've seen. Uh, SLC Punk. That was a serious role for him. Oh yeah. Okay. I don't think I've heard of that, but I'll have to check. <laughs> that SLC out. Punk. No. 
Really? Really? Oh, yeah, I haven't a, heard of that. That's a classic. Uh, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. Is that like a bi- like a biopic? Or no? No, Matthew Lillard, the actor. Oh, the actor. No. <laughs> you don't know who Matthew Lillard is? I'm sure to see him, I probably would. I haven't. He was in the first Screen movie. He was. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just didn't know his name. Scooby Doo, he played Shaggy. That guy! Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I well, know he, his face, uh, I just don't know his name. He plays a, a punk rocker in the early 80s in Salt Lake City. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's, it's like him and his best friend, and then like he goes through like the the rise and fall of you know the punk rock lifestyle. Oh, that's awesome! But uh, Jason Siegel plays this guy. Like he looks super nerdy, but he's just like this most badass dude. But he's like also kind of quiet. Yeah, you know, I love like, that the type of dude that will stop what he's doing just to pet a kitten. Oh, see, I love that. But then, like at one point. He gets so angry that he decides to just smash every window and every car on his street just for no reason. He's one of those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I could see him pulling that off. But yeah, it's the the movie's a classic. I'll have to check that out too. Great you're, cast. You're, you're too. giving me a watch list, man. I love it. Because <laughs> I I'm not you know outside of stuff that really really piques my interest. I don't watch TV all that much. Like I really don't. So unless somebody actually is like, hey, go watch this, I won't. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I will not. At all. I'm just I'm just never home enough to like really sit and watch something. So I'm always either working or playing out or something like that. So Yeah, yeah. yeah that it's a great cast too. Matthew Lillard, Jason Siegel, Annabeth Gish. Oh, she's in that too. Yeah. Okay. Christopher McDonald, uh Devin Sawa. Awesome. Okay. Uh Summer Phoenix. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah. Devin Sawa is this real crazy dude that Accidentally takes an entire sheet of acid and oh God. thinks that his oh that, God. Uh, Satan ate his mom and is trying to kill him now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I would die. I would absolutely die. I've done that all of twice in my life, and the second time I, I yeah. That shit's not good for you. It's not. Nope. Like I said, in all of my 30 years, I've only done it twice, and those two experiences were spaced out by like two years yeah so the second the first time was great second time not so great it was all right things moved a lot more than the first time i will say that there's a lot more visual stuff so it was just have you done that or no yeah like once once yeah it's there's nothing like it i i honestly don't know that i'll do it a third time because that was just second time was enough i'm like what my i was at my friends we did it together and he had this pitch like this picture on his wall that was like an oil painting and that shit was moving. I have never, in all of my, like, I've never had a visual hallucination. That's the first time that ever happened. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Was not ready for that. I can't imagine an entire sheet of that. No. No. That would, I would die. I would absolutely die. Be bad. <laughs> Jason Siegel's also in that new uh, series about the Lakers. Oh, Yeah. Like, about the Lakers, like, back in the day. Yeah, it's about the, the rise of the Lakers dynasty. I saw that. Yeah. That looks good, too. Gabby Hoffman's in that. I'm all about... Anything said in the 70s, I'm all about that. Man, I had the biggest crush on Gabby Hoffman when I was a kid. Well, she's cute. Yeah. She's super cute. She's aged very well. She's the same age as I am. Oh, yeah, she's adorable. She looks she, good. She had uh, a lot of big movie roles back when she was a kid. Uh, Field of Dreams, Uncle Buck, 
Sleepless in Seattle, Man Without a Face, Now and Then, which is a fabulous movie. I love that movie. Uh, she was in a she's in a Woody Allen movie. Everyone says I love you. Oh yeah, she has done a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then she kind of fell off for a while. Good to see she's back around though. That's cool. I feel like a lot of these like um, original like originals that are done by streaming services. I feel like they bring a lot of people back out of obscurity. You know who they need to bring back is Macaulay Culkin. Agreed. Because he's cleaned up, completely cleaned up his life. Yeah. Well, he's playing music now, though. He's in a band. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. But no, I would like to see him in another, like, a, an adult role, you know? We we need a Home Alone movie. Like? With <laughs> him all grown up and they forget his kid at home. That's what we need. Like, they keep giving us these cheap-ass Home Alone sequels. Yeah. When what we really want is Macaulay Culkin all grown up. That, that would be good to see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, his band is called Pizza Underground. Okay, I love the name. Absolutely love the name. And I'm just, I'm glad, I'm glad he's doing something. Something yeah. positive. That's good. He Wasn't he married to Mila Kunis for a little bit? Not, I don't think it was Mila Kunis. It was somebody else. But I'm for not sure. sure. I don't, I don't know. But I'm just glad he's doing, uh, I'm glad he's doing better. It always makes oh, they, me. They dated, but they never got married. It always makes me really sad when I see like these child stars like or you know teenage stars just go completely just get all the way on the wrong road it always makes me sad but yeah, at they, the same time it's kind of predictable they so dated it's like, from 2002 to 2011 oh yeah damn that's a long time yeah and then she's just like no nah, i'm gonna i'm gonna get with the kelso with ashton kutcher she swooped in as soon as uh he divorced demi she, she was waiting yeah <laughs> Okay, Jackie and Kelso forever. Yep. <laughs> what do you think of the uh, the the spinoff series they're doing about that? What that's oh that '90s show. Yeah, I actually am looking <laughs> forward to it. I really am. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I loved that '70s show. I thought it was great. So I'm kind of glad that they're taking that and running with that idea. What What I want to know is. Uh, how they're going to pull it off. I don't know, cause because they're using most of the same actors, right? No. No? It's different different like, kids. It's Red and Kitty. Red and Kitty are still in it? Okay. They're, you know, obviously they're the grandparents. Fantastic. Uh, That's and, right, because it's Eric and Donna's Yeah, it's kid, like right? Eric and Donna's kids and then like the, uh, the sister's kids or whatever. Oh, okay. And they're like babysitting them or something. I don't know. Some, somewhere along those lines. Or they're spending the summer with them or something like that. Oh god, that's great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, there's there's got to be mentions of uh, Jackie and Hyde, right? Um, yeah, you would think so. But I know uh, some of the original cast members are going to make appearances, right? Well, I would imagine they have to. But you really can't have an appearance from Hyde. No, because he. Oh, yeah, he got in all sorts of shit for being a creep. Of course. Yeah. Because he was on that show, The Ranch, and they, like, booted him off of that, too. Oh, yeah. They they canceled him real fucking quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, from what I read, it was some serious, really serious shit. Well, so. yeah. Like, he, uh... And I'm like, really, dude? Like, come on. He, uh... Like, he, he was, like, poisoning... Yeah. ...the victim's dogs or something. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of sadistic asshole are you? And then he had people from the church stalking her and harassing her. Oh. <sighs> And uh, her husband is, uh, uh, what the fuck is the name of the band? 
Um, what genre? Progressive rock slash hardcore punk. Okay. Um, fuck, what was the name of the band? <laughs> Hold on. That's just such a... Up. I mean... I didn't know about all those details. I just knew like the bare bones of what he was charged with. But that's at the drive-in. Oh, okay. The lead singer of at the drive-in. That's just so fucked up. But yeah, I know uh, he can't be part of it. Cedric Bixler Zavala. Okay. Is uh, her husband. So he, yeah, he can't be part of that that new story yeah. at all. So I'm sure they'll have to find a way to write him off. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I'll be excited to see some of the original people again, especially Red and Kitty. They're fantastic. <laughs> They're so great. Oh, my God. They remind me of my grandparents a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like, my Red has a lot of moments where he reminds me of my grandpa Russ, my dad's dad. He just has that same, like, blunt, like, real blunt, like, just doesn't have time for anybody's shit vibe. Like, I, I love that. And then Kitty actually reminds me of one of my friend's moms, like, one of my best friend's moms. I've known her since I've known him, like, for 10 years. She's exactly like that. It obviously, like, a more modern version of that, but she's yeah. kitty like to a T. It's so huh. funny. Every time like he and I watch that together, I'm like, oh look, it's Becky. <laughs> He's like, it really is though. Um Yeah, it was it was a good show. Um then they tried that 80s show. Which Ew, I forgot bombed. about that. Ew, that bombed so hard, didn't it? Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, I hope yeah. this is better. Cause I mean I know that you're a little bit older than me. We're a little we have a little bit of a generation gap, but yeah. I I did grow up in the nineties. I was a kid. Through the 90s. Because 91 was when I was born. Well, that 80s show was such a disappointment for people that grew up Well, because that 80s. was when you were a kid. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I'm looking forward to see, like... Because that's the thing about, like, period piece shows. Is sometimes they get stuck with certain, like, certain things about the era that make it that era. And that's all they stick to. Yeah. So, I hope they go with some more nuanced well, stuff for the 90s. Yeah, I felt like they were trying to... Just cram as much nostalgia in there. Yes. And not focus as much on the characters and the plot. Yeah, that's very true. And one of the stars of that show was uh, Glenn Howerton, who would later go on to co-create and star in that 70s show. Yeah, or not that's that right. 70s show. Um, it's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. It's Always Sunny. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot he was in that 70s show. He was just kind of there for like a minute. Well, no, that 80s show. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, that's right. That 80s show. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, he was one of the stars. Yeah, I don't know. I really hope that they don't just make it like a, a grab for nostalgia. I hope that they use some more nuanced yeah, parts of the 90s. Like, the, the main focus is going to be the kids, of course. Yeah, yeah. You know? And they're just using, you know, Red and Kitty to, you know, they're reel, it, the, reel in the, the, uh, the original. Right, to reel in the original yeah, fan base. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, we'll see how it goes. I'm excited to see it. I'm just glad they're kind of going. I'm not going. sure when it's going to air. I don't know when that's supposed to air. Yeah, because I remember reading about it. I want to say it was like late last year. And I don't I don't remember. I think it was like to be determined at that it's gonna point. It's going to be a Netflix original. Cool. Very cool. Uh, let's see. It doesn't say when it's supposed to air. It says to be announced. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Well, they just announced it in October of last year. I knew so. it was late last year. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking really looking forward to it. As of right now, Wilmer Valderrama and Danny Masterson are expected to not appear in the pilot. 
Really? Yeah. Well, Danny Masterson's Hyde, right? He's yeah. Hyde. Yeah. yeah. Well, of course, he's not going to be in it. Uh, Topher Grace, Laura Prepon, Mila Kunis, and Ashton Kutcher are in negotiations for their contracts right now for recurring roles. Nice. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, you, Wilver, Wilmer Valderrama, I mean, he, you know, Fez. Fez, yes. He probably had to go back to his home country. Oh, yeah, I would imagine he would. You know, he yeah. was, because the, the, the show ran for what, 10 seasons. Yeah, it was a long, it was a longer Wait. one for a, for a sitcom. Hold on. How many seasons did it run for? I think it was on for close to 10 years, wasn't it? Eight. Eight seasons. Eight seasons. Okay. However, the uh, actual timeline is uh, 1976 to 1979. Okay, so it's only three years. Yeah, it took place over a three-year period. Okay, okay. Eight seasons, three years. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I knew it wasn't all of the 70s. They, like, started it in the middle of the era. Yeah, so it was 76 to 79. Okay. And they actually ended the show... On December thirty first, nineteen seventy nine. Yeah, I, re- I, I watched the yeah. last episode, and I remember it was New Year's yeah. Eve. Yep. What What I find odd though is like, because when I was in high school, I had two foreign exchange students that lived with me. Mm-hmm. Oh, usually, cool. Yeah, usually they're there for a year, and then they're they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Fez was there for three years. I feel like Fez slipped through some loopholes somehow. Yeah. <laughs> he had to have. Yeah. <laughs> my my sophomore year, one of the exchange students we had at my school, uh, he was staying. He was actually staying with uh, a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he graduated from my high school, and then he went back home for a summer. I think he was from, uh, uh, he might have been from Venezuela, I believe. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah, but he went home for the summer, and then came back to go to college. Went to college at uh, Kent Trumbull, because I used to run into him there every once in a while when I was oh, taking classes Oh, good for him. There. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, he graduated from there. I think he's living somewhere in South Carolina now. Oh, good for him. Yeah. That's amazing. So sometimes the exchange students will like it so much here, they move back yeah. <laughs> after they graduate. Yeah, that's true. Um, I want to say I met a couple when I was at YSU that were from Saudi Arabia, and it was kind of the same thing. Some of them actually planned on sticking around. Yeah. So that sometimes, you know, sometimes we, we're not such a bad place to be. <laughs> Depends yeah. on who you are, I guess. Mm. Right? Well, I mean, yeah, depending on where you're from. Right, you that's know. that's right. That's I mean, If you're from Saudi Arabia, this is a much better country than that for uh, you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, especially if you're uh, Most of them were homosexual s- or you know, uh, yeah. Christian. Anything outside of their the yeah. norms there. Yeah. Cause they, and they're mostly, like, from what I remember, they were mostly, like, STEM, STEM students. Yeah. So there's a lot of good jobs in that field, especially, you know, anybody I know who's graduated from YSU with, like, a STEM degree they've gotten good jobs so that's good yeah yeah but we'll see i don't know i'm excited to see what they do with those characters if they do bring back some of the original actors we'll see yeah i, I think not having will wilder Vol- uh, wilmer valderrama is kind of a disappointment though yeah i mean i thought he was going to be part of it i mean what's he doing now i don't i don't know wasn't he like with demi lovato were they a thing i feel like they were a thing uh, I don't know. Well, he was dating Lindsay Lohan. Really? Yeah. Uh, that was back in 04. Okay, that was a while ago. Uh, and then he dated Demi from 2010 to 2016. So they broke up. Okay. Uh, See, that's how much geez, I... This I dude's don't... just making his rounds with teen pop stars. Mandy Moore and Ashley Simpson he's dated. Mandy Moore's gorgeous, though. She's she's made a decent comeback uh, with acting. In January 2020, he got engaged to Amanda Pacheco. 
What is she in? I know that name. Oh, she doesn't have a Wikipedia page. Oh. Uh, they they had a daughter on February fifteenth of last year. All right, all right, dude. So he has a kid. Good for him. Yeah. That's a that's a thing that keeps you busy. You yeah. know that. He's a car collector. Look at that. All right. Good so for he's him. been doing something. What's he doing? <laughs> oh, he was one of the voices in Encanto. Really? Yeah. I still haven't seen that. I, like, you know, I've caught bits and pieces when my daughter's been watching it. Yeah. Uh, it's it's all, all right. All of my what musical... I've so I, I have to watch it all the way through. All of my musical theater peeps, because, again, Lin-Manuel Miranda, who, you know, did Hamilton and In yeah. the Heights, um, he was a big part of that, too. I think he wrote the music for that movie. And I, I love his work, but that movie's just gotten so much hype from all the theater people that I know, and I'm like, meh. I just don't care about it. Like, I really don't. You know, I, I really liked uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda when he was on House. Did you ever see him Shit, on that show? no! He was on House? Oh, yeah. You didn't what? know that? No! Yeah. Um, when House was, uh, he was in a, uh, he was like in an insane asylum or what? whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what? For like half a season. Lin-Manuel Miranda was his roommate. Oh, that's kept great. Trying, kept trying to be his best friend. That's fantastic. Yeah. I love him so much. Like, yeah. I mean, I love Tam. I obviously loved Hamilton since it came out, but just he's done so much work with like Disney and different things, and he's just such a talented, talented and just multifaceted songwriter. Like, really uses a lot of different influences, and I like that. I do. It's cool. It's really cool to see. But no, I haven't. That's one I really have no interest in, cause just because it's everybody's just been like, oh my god, this movie's great. We don't talk about Bruno's my new jam, and I'm like. <laughs> I don't care. I really don't care about it. You know what? Like, that's the biggest Disney song as far as, like, charting on Billboard. I just heard since it for the Let first it go. time yesterday. Just it's, heard it for the first time yesterday. But since Let It Go. It's the Damn. Best that's, charting no, that's been a long, song. that's been a long, long reign for that song. And but, that finally kicked it out of that spot. But there's been so many good songs in between. I agree. Now. And they just haven't gotten the same hype. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, there was some good songs from, uh, from Coco. Oh my God. Remember me? Yeah. God. That movie just broke my heart. It was so good. Um, there was some good music in, uh, Soul. I haven't seen Soul yet and I really, really want to see Soul. That's on my watch list too. And if we're being honest. Yeah. Into the Unknown is a much better song than Let It Go. That's a lit song. I agree. And Panic at the Disco does a fantastic cover of it. I heard, okay, I heard the Panic cover of that, and I, I really enjoyed it, because I love Panic. I'm a, I'm a big Brandon Urie fan. Always have Of course been. you are. Of course I am. Course. You know me, uh, I, a former, I'm doing the air quotes, former emo. I'm a huge <laughs> Brandon Urie fan. <laughs> Speaking of which, what is with people in their late 20s and early 30s referring to themselves as elder emos? You realize Gerard Way is like 42 years old. Yes. Okay? Yes. Adam Lazara, I think, is 45. Yeah, they're old. Those are elder emos. You're that age. <laughs> they're <laughs> elder emos. Yeah. Yeah, we're really not. We're like the mid-range emos. We're <laughs> you, not really elder emos. You guys were like 10 exactly. when the emo was going on. I was, when did I first see my first MCR video? I was 12. I saw Helena. That was in 2004. Yeah. And it blew my mind. So, yeah. But that that would be the... the uh, the equivalent of me saying that I was an elder grunge. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I was like 13 when grunge Yeah, because you were like a, a young, you were a preteen. Like, I was a yeah. preteen when emo started. So Yeah, I was 13 when Kurt Cobain died. I actually was kind of into it behind the curve, because I really didn't 
get it like really into that music until I was 16, 17. Yeah. Because I was really, I don't know, I was really sheltered when it came to my music. Like I listened to a lot of the stuff my parents listened to, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it took my friends like making me mix CDs, like this is back when mix CDs were a thing, making me mix CDs of all different kinds of pop punk and emo stuff for me to really get into it. Yeah. That and I did my first, I remember doing my first MySpace, MySpace music search in like 2007 and kind of gathering my own stuff that way too but yeah. until that point i i really didn't so no i'm not an elder emo i'm like a middle-aged emo <laughs> yeah, I, I see all the time on social media they're referring to themselves as elder emo. but that's not what you are I'm guys like, look i was in an emo band <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm in my 40s come on <laughs> exactly but, no we're middle-aged when, emos when when emo uh became the big thing i was playing in a new metal band Oh man! And one of the guys in in the band brought in uh, it was a four song demo tape of who Taking Back Sunday. Taking Back Sunday, amazing. This was before Adam Lazaro was even the singer. Wow, that's a long, this was with their long time ago. Original singer who I think uh, went on to form I want to say brand new maybe probably one of, other bands one of the other the bands time. in yeah, that era. Yeah. yeah. Um. And. He was like, "This is what what's coming up. What's going to be popular next? We need to get. We need to jump on this bandwagon now." I mean, he wasn't wrong. Yeah, and then <laughs> it was not long after that that like, Coheed came out with their first one, and then MCR's first one. Yep. And uh, Taking Back Sunday dropped their first album. Thursday was starting to become big. Yeah. So we jumped in when all that was starting to really pick up and. Yeah. So this is how much of a fanboy I am. Like, I'm supposed to go see MCR this September, and I didn't even plan it this way because I know it's going to be a crazy day, especially in New York. But we're going to see them on 9/11 at the Barclays oh, Center. Jesus. I yeah. know. I know that's going to be gonna insane. Be it is. At least it's in Brooklyn. I, I feel it's like it's not in Manhattan. I feel like they timed that up right, though. Because they did because that's how they got their start. Yeah. That's how Gerard Way started Way writing was inspired songs. Inspired by. Uh, he witnessed 9 11. Yeah, he witnessed it. And uh, Skylines and Turnstiles was the Skylines song that and Turnstiles. Yep, yeah. absolutely. You're not in this alone. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because that was on um, Bullets. I brought you my bullets. You brought me your love. And I don't know. It feels, it feels fitting. I feel like that's going to be really insane, but it feels really <laughs> fitting. Um, I obviously, I, I'm saying that in the most respectful way possible because I, I mean, we both lived through that. We know how grave of a day that is but yeah i don't know i feel like that feels like a fitting tribute because that's a band that took yeah if it weren't for 9 took 11 such a it tragic would... event yeah. and made music that literally helped save people's lives i mean there's kids that that got them out of a oh, really yeah. bad spot yeah i was one of those i mean i was never to that point as a young person but i went through some hard shit and they were one of the bands that i kind of really like, like like relied on and you know that's what helped them start so I can't wait to see them. Like I have been waiting. You've I was, never seen them, right? No, man. They've been on my bucket list since <laughs> oh god, since 2007. I was supposed to go see them in 2011 with my first my first boyfriend, like my very first boyfriend. And this was during Danger Days. So he's like, I don't like who they are as a band now. There's no point in us going to see them. And I'm like, damn. And we broke up two months later. So oh, <laughs> it was like man. it was a sign. But as soon as I found out they were getting back together, I was at a bar on Halloween. My friend had to catch me because I screamed and I, I like fell. I'm like, oh my God! So he had, he had to catch me and then 
uh, as soon as I could, I bought tickets. Yeah. So, yep, this middle-aged emo is going to go see them as soon as possible. <laughs> we did a show with them. I'm M- trying to, MCR? Yeah, it was right after the first album came out. Was it like a Riot Fest kind of thing? Well, no, it was at a dive bar in... Because they're from Jersey. See. Yeah, they were doing... Well, they were doing a small pub tour. Okay. Um, yeah, because they really didn't get big until um, oh, three, not, three Cheers Three Cheers, came out. yeah. Yeah. So they were doing, you know, like what, you know, some of the bands that, you know, some of the national acts I booked at Chippers, where they were just kind of self-funding a tour to, yeah. you know, try to push album sales. Yeah. Um, That's we, something I'm yeah. thinking about doing. We'll see. But there was like five locals. It was them and then some other band that didn't go anywhere that was from... It was also from Jersey that they were friends with. They were touring. Uh, I can't remember. Where, it might have been in uh, Lorraine. Oh, so, L- Lorraine, Ohio. Yeah. Damn. Okay. That's not. That's like kind of I around. Remember when it was. Uh, sometime late in two thousand two. That sounds about right. Because that that two, would be or early two thousand three. That would be when there. they were touring yeah. with Bullets. Yeah, because yeah. that came out in two thousand two. Back when when Gerard was still rocking the leather jacket. Oh yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, I I spent a lot of time talking to Frank. Frank Iero. Yeah, Frank. You've talked to yeah. Frank. Super cool dude. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. I have such a crush on him. I still do. He's a cutie, and he's and an no, amazing. My, he's an amazing rhythm guitarist too. My drummer hit it off with uh, um, Ray. Oh, Ray Toro, yeah. amazing lead guitarist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Those are two that they work. What they both do works really well together. Like they, it really, really does. And I know, know I'm a huge fanboy, so I'm biased, but yeah, I, I just I find it funny, like how the whole uh, My Chemical Romance reunion came about. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that story because to well, me it happened out of nowhere. The Jonas Brothers were doing an interview. Oh, 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 and yeah. They were like, yeah. So, I did hear this story. So they were like, so weird thing. Like, I think Mike Chemical Romance That's is right, rehearsing I think, I in the think, same building we're rehearsing. Yeah, in. Joe let something slip. Joe yeah. Jonas did. Yeah. yeah. Like oh they, they didn't know. They were just like, yeah, they're rehearsing in the next room over. It's really friggin' weird. Like, we thought they broke up a long time ago. Is that MCR? And then uh, Frank came out and was like, oh, no, absolutely not. I will not play with those guys ever again. And then it was like a month later. They're like, oh, yeah, we're doing a one-off reunion Surprise! show. Yeah, guess what? Jonas Brothers were right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I can't believe you talked to Frank. I feel like he would be really cool. He's somebody I'd like to meet. Yeah. Definitely. You know, it's, it's really cool, uh, you know, getting – the chance to open up for a band before they become big. That's surreal. I've done it several Man, times, that's you know. So it's surreal. That's like when when I was booking shows for like touring acts coming through, you know, a lot of them were nobodies. Like nobody knew who Keychain was. Yeah. I no, mean we all start somewhere. Yeah, nobody knew who dirty reggae punks were. You know, but I booked these bands mm-hmm. and when I hit up Locals, I, I try to find bands that are similar stylistically. Like, yeah, you know? so it makes sense. And I always tell them, like, look, if this band hits hits it big, you know, you could say, hey, we opened for these dudes. Yeah. You know, it's network with these people. You know, never turn down a national no, opener. No, absolutely ever. not. That's something I really, I mean, that's something that I want to jump on. I haven't had the opportunity yet, but I However, really However, unless really it's one to. of these huge 
uh, one-day festival things that some of these promoters try to do as a scam, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we all know about that. Yeah, they'll they'll book someplace like the Outpost or the Agora where there's two stages, uh, and they'll just book like 30 local bands. Yeah. And, you know, you have to sell a certain number of tickets to get a good time slot. and That's so shitty. Yeah, it's essentially it's... You know, pay to play. Yeah, that's really you shitty. <laughs> so, so those ones I will tell you to turn down. Oh, no, know? I won't do that. Unless you just fucking want to play and you don't care if you're playing at 6 p.m. opening up for, uh, man, it would say have drowning to, pool or something like it that. It would have know? to depend on what it is. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm old and wise enough to, <laughs> to know better. If you would have asked me maybe five, six, seven years ago, I probably wouldn't have, but I know better now. So. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't you open up for Keychain? I don't think Weren't so. Weren't you on that show? Oh, I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, you were on the, the one show I did with them. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. right. That was really fun. Yeah. Every time I played at Chippers, well, almost every time I played at Chippers, I had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on who was there. You know, uh, those, those guys were great. I'm still friends with those guys. They seemed really yeah. cool. Yeah. I had uh, Bran, their guitar player, on the show uh, a few months ago. Oh, nice. Yeah, because... Uh, him and uh, Cody, their drummer, have a new band. Really? What's, yeah. what's their name? Uh, Six Sense. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, they're really cool. They dropped a couple singles already. Nice. Um, but when when I booked them, uh, I knew that they'd been on the road for a while. You know, like they they told me they had, like they hadn't showered in like two weeks. <laughs> you know, I'm you. like, why don't you guys come back to my Sounds place? Sounds accurate. Yeah, like <laughs> come back to my place. You know, you guys. Can sleep on, you know, like we have couches, we have extra mattresses. Oh god, you they know? probably didn't even know what to make of that. Like, yeah, yes. like you can take a shower in the morning. We'll have <laughs> hot coffee on for you guys. You know. Back to being human for a minute. Yeah, like we went home. Like one of the girls from the bar followed us. Like the bartender. Oh my followed god. Followed us. Yeah. Um, we ended up partying all fucking night till like That's... six in the morning. I would. That sounds yeah. like a blast. And then uh, I think they said they had like five dates left on that tour, and they're like, yeah. That really fucked us up for the rest of that tour. <laughs> so when I booked them again several months later, I said to them, like, hey, if you guys want a place to stay again, you know, my door's always open. And they're like, yeah, that'd be awesome, except one thing. Let's not party this No time. partying. We have to yeah. behave. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just started this tour, so, like, yeah. Yeah, they were, they're, they're good dudes. I love those guys. I re- I'm glad they're doing well. That's, yeah. That makes me so happy. I, I loved opening for them, and I loved that was a that was a really fun show. I remember that. Yeah, that always makes me happy to hear that people go on and they continue and they continue to evolve as an artist. Like I always love to hear that. That's what we all strive for, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Yeah, they're uh, they they've got like two singers now. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, they have a, a male singer and a female singer. That's always a really cool dynamic. Yeah. You can do a lot more with the vocals with that. Yeah. Because that's two different ranges. Yeah. Which is really cool. And the music is actually heavier, but it's still got like that rap rock vibe to it, you know? Good. That's good. Um, and then their, uh, their female singer, uh, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. I think her first name is Vicky. Uh Syracuse, maybe? Okay. I don't know, but she uh, she also sings in uh, a death metal band called The Agonist. Oh, okay. Yeah, she replaced uh, 
the original vocalist, Alyssa White Glues, who has been in several other death metal bands. Now, does she, yeah. is she like, does she do like more lyrical vocals or is she more screamo? Like what's... She, she screams and she does some clean vocals. Nice. Yeah. And then the male vocalist screams and does rapping. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. I like that a lot. Yeah. That's an interesting, I like that. I've always liked that, um, that contrast. Yeah. That's good. That's cool. Yeah. I think they're, they got an album coming out soon too, which is cool. Oh, great. Yeah. Again, love to hear that. Yeah. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break. We'll be back in a few minutes. Stay tuned. I don't see how I function day to day with all these minorities. It's driving me crazy. What are you talking about, baby? You know, black people, Hispanic, you know, whatever the heck these other races are. I hate them. They're ignorant, stupid, and I wish they wouldn't exist. Well, they do, honey, and you sound ignorant and stupid for saying these such things. Look at me. I'm black and Egyptian. You sound like a racist. Uh, duh. I am a racist. Is racism a problem? in your life can't seem to shake the hate if you want to get a handle on your inner issues there's a solution we'll be happy to help you with it's called sternless this amazing product helps you deal with your racism hate tactics turning your feelings right side up feeling absolute love for everyone i ordered the product for my boyfriend and he's nicer and more loving than ever he even listens to rap music now hey honey yes sunshine how about we have a barbecue ribs a whole bunch of meat invite shaniqua pedro juan Devante. bring all the home Let's get this party started. Okay, honey, I'm calling them right now. Thank you, Sternless. Thank you. Head on over to PlanetChaosRadio.com and check out our new merch store. You can grab yourself a t-shirt, hoodie, stickers, pillows, and more. You can also get Brandon's book, Bedtime Stories, there as well. That is PlanetChaosRadio.com. kind of funny today. You're, walk, you're walking like you just got done shooting a gangbang scene. <laughs> I know. It's terrible. So I just started working out on Friday after not working out for, oh God, it has to be like a year at this point. So I, I did, I, ha- I have these like, okay, don't laugh at me, but I have these Beachbody videos okay. that I bought like six years ago. 
and I I was smart enough to not get completely sucked into that you know pyramid scheme but <laughs> <laughs> I, I did it long enough to get the get the DVDs get the little like containers like that you can portion stuff out with and then like the Shakeology that I had like a month's supply of that which honestly not too bad not the worst protein shake I've had but anyway still have the videos they're still great they kick your ass oh yeah and let me tell you i just did like the total body cardio fix like the first of like a series that's on these dvds yeah and man it's only 30 minutes but it broke my legs and my ass (laughs) like it really did (laughs) like you just saw me go up your basement stairs and back down the stairs to your studio like no (laughs) i can't like all weekend (laughs) i've been struggling so hard it's been bad yeah so I'm gonna try to push through it. Um, thinking I'm gonna, I might work out when I get home tonight. If not, it's gonna be first thing tomorrow morning. But I'm gonna try to do an can upper you body thing. Handle any more working out? Um, I can. Okay. I hope so. <laughs> I think I just have you to. Might get... might be in a wheelchair by Wednesday. Man, I might. I know. I. Uh, <laughs> I think I need to ease myself back into it a little bit more. I just kind of yeah. got excited. You know. You know. Like I haven't done it for so long, and it felt so good to be to be moving and stuff like that. But the whole time, I'm like, "Fuck, fuck, fuck! Oh my god, I can't do this." Because <laughs> like the trainer on the video, she's like, "Yeah, you could do anything for 60 seconds." I'm like, "Bitch, no, I can't. I might die. That <laughs> might happen." <laughs> um, I've got the Peloton app on my phone. Have you tried it yet? It's great. I love it. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Yeah. I, I think it's like thirty dollars a month. It's like not expensive at all. That's not terrible. Yeah. No. Yeah, and it's got, you know, it's got, like, the live classes, and it's got, like, some pre-recorded workout stuff, too. But what's nice about it is it's got a little bit of everything on there. Um, That's important, because if you, if you stick with the same stuff yeah. over and over again, you don't see any results. Yeah, it's got, like, kickboxing, like, different, like, karate styles, uh, uh, cardio stuff. Nice. Yeah. Um, dance classes. Which oh, that, see, that's, that's cool. That's my favorite, because dancing... Is probably the best workout you could. It is because you engage so many different parts of your body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, most people may not believe this, but I used to be like huge, like health nut. Really? Uh, yeah, and I like I, I've been getting back into it lately. I was too, and I have been too because I've had some scary I, health I, stuff going I, on. I wasn't as strict as Tom Brady. No. But like most people aren't. Yeah, I would get like organic meats and. Well, that makes you know, a big veggies difference. and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah, that makes a big difference. Um, well, have you seen? Uh, there's this uh, this meme that's been going around on Facebook, uh, basically teaching guys proper grooming habits. No, I haven't seen that. Uh, <laughs> hold on, let me. I'll pull it up for you. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I have to see this because I've s- seen people posting it, and like some of the responses from guys. Are just awful. Oh god, I can't even fucking yeah. imagine. It's probably some real caveman. Just uh, I don't do that. I'm a man. Yeah, <laughs> it, and that's exactly what it is too. See that? That's so. That's unfortunate. Yeah. It's like it's just it's just taking care of yourself. And guess yeah. what? If you're into women, women find that more attractive when you take care of yourself. Exactly. So do men. I'm, Anyone finds that more I mean, attractive. Unless the woman herself is. Like a mess. Completely trashy, <laughs> right. yeah. Um, but, uh, like, I've been eating healthier lately. Good for you. Uh, and that's the thing. is like, anytime you're you're making changes like that with your health, you kind of have to ease into you it slowly. You do, yeah. For sure. Um, 
Yeah, like you, you don't want to shock your system by jumping in head first. No, <laughs> which I may have done that a little bit. But again, it was only a half an hour video, but I forgot how tough those were. Oh, and yeah. when I went to do it, I was like, oh man, I wasn't ready for that. Yeah. My legs and butt were not ready for that at all. Yeah. So I think if I do it tomorrow morning, it's going to be an upper body one because I, I don't think I can do anything with my legs and my glutes. Uh-uh. But yeah, I used to be a health nut too. I really was. Um, and I've just, with how crazy and stressful everything's been, I've just let all of that go. And I know, like, I know how important it is. I've had some, again, I have, I've had some like little weird health stuff going on and I know it's important to get that stuff back on track. So. Oh yeah. <sighs> it's, it's worth a try. What's been working for you? You said you've made some dietary changes. What's like, yeah. what kind of changes? Um, like I, I usually uh, like for breakfast I'll just have like a protein bar. Uh-huh. Uh for lunch, uh just some chicken broth. Nice. Okay. And then, you know, salad or uh just a light sandwich for dinner. Oh good. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You got more discipline than I do. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's not just like food yeah. either. Like there's other like all kinds of stuff that we use is just not good for us. Oh no. Uh, there's like a there, lot of toxic. There, you know, there's a. Uh, I can't find this meme. I'll find it. Um, there's another meme that's been going around too. Uh, and it says, uh, "You know, I love a man who smells good." Uh, what kind of cologne do all you guys wear? Have you seen that one? No. A woman just. Women are posting it, just asking like, "What what scents guys use?" You See, know. I can't be around any of that, so I, my answer is nothing. Just be clean. Take a shower. Um. But the vast majority of them, it's uh, Axe. Ew, no. Please, no. Really? And aside from the fact that most Axe smells like shit. It smells terrible. Um, Just the chemicals in it are not good for oh, you. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, I mean, so you know I'm a cancer survivor. Like, you, yeah. you've known me long enough to know that. I got away from using deodorant with aluminum in it like i've gone to all natural stuff and it works yep you just have to find the right one it's a trial and error kind of thing that's exactly what it is too um it's the compounds that are in stuff like that yeah Yeah. um but that's the thing so many people i know are like well i'm trying to find aluminum free deodorant you know and they're asking for advice and it's like it's it's all about what works with your own body with your body chemistry yeah you know before i found the one that worked i had to try so many like the first one I. i tried uh I got it from Amazon. It was called Own. Uh-huh. And, like, I I would have to put it on, like, ten oh, times a day. Oh, God. No, the first one I did yeah. was um, Tom's. Okay, and Tom's it was, is good. It, it is. The one... This was years ago, though. They've since improved it a lot. Um, but it made me smell like vegetable soup. I didn't like that. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not trying to smell like vegetable soup. <laughs> that's, that's, not, yeah. that's not the ideal thing. But what I use now, I use, like... Um, Certain Tom's ones are good, and then I use Arm & Hammer. Okay. They're good, too. Um, and then I'm all about, like, I use all-natural soap, and I try to do, like, local stuff as far as that goes. Um, but, you know, it, it, mat- it you have to find something that works with your body chemistry, yeah. but you have to be mindful of what you're putting on your skin. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. Like, I kind of got away from makeup. Like, I'll do a little bit of eyeshadow, maybe a little bit of, like, foundation, depending on how bad my skin is. But I try to be mindful of what I use with that, too. Like, I try to use stuff that's kind of free of a lot of the heavy metals and try to use stuff that's vegan, you know. So people just don't think about it. Um, the deodorant, like, the second deodorant I tried yeah. was uh, it was by Old Spice. I didn't like that one. No. 
Um, then someone suggests I try Lumi. Oh, I've heard good things about Lumi. And that's what I've been using. You like it? Yeah. That's. Um, I was thinking so about I, trying that. All right, so I found that meme. All right, it says, oh men's God. hygiene is just as important as women. Right. Please try not to stink. Common sense. Please don't use Axe. God, <laughs> no. Please drink water and eat plenty of fruit so you can taste as good as your partner. That's important. Um, I've heard, you know, yeah. Let's, I'm going to get a little graphic here. It's but, okay, man. Uh, you know, I already know where you're going to go with this. Yeah, like, even women who swallow will tell you semen tastes like shit. Mm, it ain't good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but... Uh, Plenty of fruit and fruit juices, like all natural fruit juices, not this shit that's watered down. And got all no, kinds of not, shit the, in. not the stuff from concentrate. Yeah. yeah. Um, it will make your semen taste... Sweeter. Sweeter. Yeah. And it's the same with women, too. Yeah. Like oh, no, that makes your, sense. Your vaginal excretions will taste better. No, that makes sense. Yeah. Especially drinking lots of water helps a lot, too. The, what we put into our body, like it, may, it, also, it means so much in so many different ways. Also, men, eating lots of fruit will give you bigger, heavier loads. Just letting you know, if you want to shoot loads like a porn star, gross. lots of fruit. Gross. Hey, some women <laughs> like having their faces painted. I right? Gross. <laughs> um, please exfoliate both your face and body. That is so fucking yeah, important. Yeah, because nobody wants sandpaper um, hands or sandpaper feet. I, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I don't look like I'm 40. <laughs> you don't. I don't have wrinkles. No, you don't. You know, I, like, I see dudes my age and even younger that are all gray, have wrinkles all over the place. I got, you know, the sandpaper hands. Yeah, that's not You know, <laughs> and um, stuff I've been using lately, there's this, uh, it's, a, it's a scrub called Dr. Teal's. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's made with and it's it's inexpensive. I think I got a jar for like 7.99. Um but it's made from uh coconut and almond oil. Yeah, that sounds that actually sounds great. Yeah, and you just you scrub and uh and then I put it's uh it's a coconut um moisturizer on my face. And just, it makes your skin feel so much smoother. And like, uh, I can't remember the brand for the, uh, for the moisturizer, but it is, uh, it's a wrinkle cream as well. Oh, nice. Okay. So like after I put it on, like I could feel like, cause I got, I had like a wrinkle starting to come in right here. So I started using it like real heavy in there. Like I could feel like my skin getting a little tighter in that area. Oh, good. After I put it on. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, please wash deep condition and, uh, detangle. Your hair, oh, hair-wise? Yes. Yeah. I've heard beard, like, beard care is a big thing, too. Uh, please try not to use hair care products that say men, because they use the same fragrance as Axe, which is harmful to both your skin and scalp, and it stinks. It does stink. Oh, it's terrible. Um, you know, I use all-natural, uh, all-natural shampoo and, and body wash. Good. That's the way to All go. That's what coconut, I do, too. And, you know, like, coconut... Is one of those products put here on Earth that is? It has so many uses. Yeah, it's such a cure-all. Mm-hmm. It do, it is. You know, it's great for your hair, for your skin, for your 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 body in mm-hmm. general, your insides, your outsides, yeah, everything. It's so it good is. for you. Yeah, I've used that like as I like use, a deep conditioning treatment yeah, on I, my hair. I use coconut for everything. Yep, it's, it's fantastic. It smells great. It does. It does. Uh, it's okay to smell like fruits, shea butter, or flowers. Smell has no damn gender. It doesn't. Oh, my God. Thank you. But there are masculine natural scents also. 
eucalyptus, yeah. sandalwood, sage, peppermint, etc. Exactly. Moisturize every part of your body. That means so much. Yes. <laughs> so, so many men but, have such a problem with that but, for no but reason. Then, like, you tell dudes that, and they, they, they think you're trying to feminize them. Like, it's literally taking care of your meat suit. That's all you're doing. Like, yeah. Like, you should. Yeah. And it just makes you more attractive if you do it. And uh, also, a new study has shown that drinking coconut water prevents impotence. Really? Yeah. Well, it's, high, it's very hydrating. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, that probably makes a well, yeah, difference with blood flow and all that. And, and one of the possible causes of impotence is dehydration. Uh, yeah, makes sense. Makes perfect yeah, sense. And, uh, you know, coconut water actually provides more than just hydration. It's got a lot of minerals it's that like you need. It's detoxifying, yeah. 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 Yeah, it's got a lot of minerals that you need, uh, electrolytes, all that kind of stuff. It's a natural Gatorade almost. Yeah, it, yeah. it definitely is. But a lot of guys don't want to hear that. <laughs> that makes me sad. Yeah. They're like, I just want to, you know, die of heart disease at 50. Like, really? Is that really what you want? <laughs> Is that really what you want to subject your partner <laughs> like, to? Like, wait a second. You're only 50? I thought you were 70. Exactly. I've seen a lot of guys like that. <laughs> it's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. Like, there, like there, there's sometimes, like, I'll talk to a guy and find out how, how old he is. And I'm like, God damn, you're younger than I am. And what happened to you? <laughs> well, I, I know a guy, uh, 31 years old. So my age. Yeah. Yeah. It's all gray. Gray? All, all gray. gray? Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, serious crow's feet. Yeah. Damn, dude. I have yeah. some hate lines, but that's the worst thing I got going on from <laughs> scowling. <laughs> I... I sometimes get, you know, the, the squint lines from, from just my look of disapproval. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but I know, you know, gray hair a lot of times is genetics. It is. Definitely. I have my first two. They're on, but, on my right side. You know, they also make hair dye. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's very true. You know? Like, I'm not going gray, but I'm actually going to be dyeing my hair this week. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't dyed my hair in a long time. I used to do it all the time. I haven't done dyed mine. I actually considered it, too. <coughs> I was thinking about this, because I got, I got like, four inches cut off on Friday. I got the, all the blonde cut off. Um, so I'm back to just my natural brown. And I thought about dyeing it, like, maybe a shade darker, just to bring out yeah. some of my natural, like, I have, like, a coppery color to my hair. Um, but I don't think I'm going to. I think I'm just going to let it do what it's going to do. I haven't dyed my hair in five years, believe well, it or not. Uh, last time I dyed my hair was right before my wedding. So Wow. Almost, so about, about almost that, five years. About that yeah. long. Yeah. Yeah. Because you remember when I shaved? Like, yeah. I shaved all of it off. I haven't done anything with it since. I bleached the ends. Like, I did, like, the, the um, bilage yeah. thing. But that's the most I've done with it. Yeah, see, I, I haven't put any dye I've, in my I've hair. never done anything. Like, well, I have done it. I've done a few crazy colors. But, you know, as I've gotten older... It's mostly been black or blonde, you know. I did hot pink once. That was fun. I did that in high school. Once. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was 25. I want to say I was 25. <laughs> and it, it was fun, but it, the upkeep was terrible. Absolutely terrible. Because as soon as my brown roots came in, I'm like, nope, going back to brown. <laughs> Not doing this again. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going to be doing blonde. Cause, and and the, the main reason is because... You, you know, pull that off, though. 
I like you. Well, with I'm, a nat- I'm a natural blonde. I thought so. In the summer, my my hair will naturally get lighter it, it in lightens. the sun. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So I don't need to dye my hair blonde, but I haven't been out in the sun much lately. Uh, like spending all that time in Florida, like I had a year-round tan. Oh yeah. Which I like. Yeah. Uh, and then my hair was super light. I'm like, yeah, I like this. But then I haven't been outside much the last couple of years because of COVID. There's you been know. nothing. Yeah. There's yeah. been no reason to crawl no, out from yeah, a no, rock. No going outside. So, <laughs> right. uh, so yeah, I'm going to be dyeing my hair blonde. Hopefully it'll lighten some more. And Well, yeah, because that looks know. natural on you. Yeah, and it will hopefully stick around over the winter. Like, usually when I'm spending a lot of time outside in the summer, I'll get a tan. And then I usually keep it. Until like mid January, then it starts fading. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, it's you know, get that Italian in me, so you do, yeah. <laughs> so then, like, when I get a tan, I kind of look it. <laughs> that's I'm the, I'm Romanian, so the same thing happens to me. If yeah. I get tan, I stay dark for a while. But I don't know. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna let my hair do what it what it's gonna do. We'll see. Are you gonna be letting it grow out more? I am. It was down like right past my shoulders. Like, it was kind of down here, yeah. and I got about four inches cut off, but I do want to let it come back in. I just wanted to cut off all the blonde, because it was kind of, not damaged, but it was a little bit fried from the bleach, so yeah. I wanted to at least get that off so I have some nice clean ends. But yeah, I don't know how long I want to let it get, but I think I'm going to let it at least get past the shoulder length. Yeah. Again, I liked it. It's it's nice to be able to just, like, throw it up in a bun, or just, you know, just have it down. It's a lot more low-maintenance than when my hair was short, because I had to style really? it. Yeah. Yeah, the way that my hair was, how my hair is, it's really fine. So when it was short, I had to do something with it to kind of give it some volume and stuff. And I just got sick of that. See, I feel like when I had longer hair, it was harder to take care of. Oh, no. Like, the, the worst thing that I deal with is tangles. Because I have fine hair, but it loves to tie itself in knots. As long as I condition it and I brush it out as soon as I get out of the yeah. shower, it's fine. I, I don't have any problems with it. When my hair was long, I, I would have to wash it. And condition it every day. Oh, I have to do that every day. Yeah. yeah. And then styling it, you know, it'd take forever with the comb or the brush or whatever. Mm-hmm. And have to put mousse and... Are you, you naturally know. wavy? Yeah. I feel like you are. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. But like one side's wavier than the other, so I'd have to use mousse to kind of wave out the <laughs> other side, you know? Yeah. yeah. Now it's just, you know, I get it a little wet, brush it off to the side, put some hairspray on it. And, and that's it. go. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens because it, it, you know, right before I cut it, it was like down to the middle of my chest. Yeah. And it was kind of getting annoying. So I think I want like a happy medium between where I'm at now, which is like right at my shoulders to like maybe collarbone yeah. length. That's the most I can do. But I, it's it's pretty low maintenance. I don't I don't mind it. I started growing my hair out again when me and Jackie started dating. When was and that? When did you guys meet? Uh, 2016. 2016. So, yeah, so, like, when we were hanging out at Chippers all the time, yeah. like, my hair was pretty long. Actually. Yeah, your hair was longer back but then. But I was ha- I always had a hat on. Yeah. But, like, And I was growing it out because Joe wanted to put it in dreadlocks. You were going to do dreads. Yeah, but then I was like, you know what? I really hate having long hair. I don't want to have long hair again. Yeah, because, man, know. his dreads are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> he still pulls it off, but they're, like, down past his waist. Could you imagine if he shaved his head? No. I, like I, I feel like that day's gonna come someday, and I, 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 don't I know, know how Joe, I'm gonna react. Like I, I've seen Joe with a buzz cut before. Really? Yeah. Well, you've known him for a long yeah, time. Yeah, long time. Yeah. Um, 
I actually have a video of his old, his old band, Moral Dilemma, that I'm going to be posting on Facebook soon. Nice! Yeah, I talked to him, got permission. I, I figured with the situation with the guitar player in that band, he may not want it public. He was like, oh, no, go ahead and, and post it. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to post that. Um, yeah, he had a buzz cut back then, and he had the little chin strap beard. I've seen pictures. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But it's could weird. you I'm imagine? Like, that's, that's not you, Joe. Like how much? Like because those dreads have got to be heavy. They are, from what he's told me. Like, yeah, he's got to have neck pain. Yeah, I mean, I would think so. I think he's just so used to it that it's like probably at yeah. this point because he's had those dreads a long time. But the whole time I've known him, yeah. yeah. Could, could you like? Could you imagine though? Like how much weight would be off of your head? Oh my god! If you shaved those off? No, I can't. Like I remember when I shaved when I shaved bald. I mean, I had like a short like a pixie cut before I shaved it. I had like my little swoop, and I remember how much lighter I felt just with that off my scalp. Like yeah. I can't imagine like what has to be like twenty pounds worth of dreads at least. At least, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, <laughs> he looks like a different human without them. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> yeah. When I first met him, he had it was long hair, but it wasn't real long. It wasn't like shoulder length yeah you know it was like halfway down the neck sort of yeah hair. i think that sounds but funny. he would always do like crazy styles with it he's just a fun guy yeah with stuff like that he's just super fun yeah and then he he shaved his head for a while and then uh after he started the job that he's at now is when he started letting it grow out and then mm-hmm. he, he dreaded it out yeah yeah he's fun <laughs> <laughs> he's a great time I, I need to hang out with him sometime soon. It's you, been a while. You do, yeah. I mean, I'm you know I'm in a project with him. We're trying to get something started. Yeah. And I just love working with him again. I missed it. I really do. Yeah, it's been going on two and a half years now since the last time I you saw him. You guys need to hang. I know. You do. I know. You got to make it happen. It's just we we have like conflicting schedules, you know. I get that. Make it out there. Half the time when I see him and Ellie, it's like I'm coming from work. Yeah. Like I just come after work for practice or just to go hang out and it's like it, plus like i'm not like a late night guy anymore yeah you know, like to hang with joe i'd have to go over on like a saturday night yeah hang, you gotta you be know? like yeah. down for the the yeah. night which that's that's what i do like yeah. i just set aside friday night to go see them and practice and hang out and i'm not a beer drinker anymore either and that's usually most of what he drinks <laughs> yeah that or what he's whiskey guy too yeah mm-hmm. I don't know, yeah maybe. i'll have a couple drinks with him but that's the most i do Maybe uh, one of these weekends I'll head over there with a bottle of scotch or something. Yeah, you should come hang out like sometime when we have practice because I'll be there too. You can meet my Vince. He's our, uh, he's guitar for our new project. He was in my first band with me. When I, when I saw Allie at court, that was the first time I'd seen her in two years. I know. She's so cute. I love Allie. She's, and I can't, I can't believe she's a lawyer. She's got her own practice now. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Those two are like, they're like my family. Well, you and Jackie are too, but like all of you guys, you're, you're like my music family. <laughs> I'm very, I'm lucky to know all of you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what do you got going on? Uh, what are you doing this week? Anything fun? Oh man, I have to go to work. <laughs> um, I have practice on Friday, so that should be fun. And then I have to, I might be recording the last track of the album, either that or I'm putting stuff in order and then we'll see about maybe doing a scratch version of that. Okay. So I'm trying to figure out my placement where I want everything to go. 
Um, I have my album art picked out already, so I just have to finish recording and then get everything mastered. So I'm almost at the end of that. I'm going to try to wrap that up in the next few weeks. You know, with with uh, you know, COVID kind of on its way out right now. Yeah. Uh, it's spring. I was like hoping, you know, things start picking up. Everybody start doing stuff again, and then we get hit with fucking Snowmageddon Snow- version three <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know, because like I told you, like that we went out of town this weekend and. As soon as I had no idea the weather was going to be that shitty. Yeah. Because, like, we want to go to the strip this morning and, like, do some shopping and stuff. And then when we got there, we we're both like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like if we park and we have to walk, like, no. Like, I knew it was going to be cold this weekend, but I didn't think you didn't, we're the get ice snow. and the snow? Like, come yeah. on. I'm so sick of it. But it's going to be back into the 60s on Wednesday and Thursday. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Because, like I, like, I told you, I'm trying to get back into working out. And my main thing I like to do is I like to run. Well, my grass is starting to grow. Yeah. And every time I'm like, okay, well, I've been, I'm going to have this day to go out and start mowing the grass. Everything's trying to come back. And then back. that day it's 35 degrees. Oh, yeah. Like, and then it's shitty. Me? It's shitty and cold and wet and, then and stuff. It's, yeah, then it's cold for like two weeks straight. Then I get a warm day and I'm like, ah, I can't do it today. <laughs> I think, you know, in, in all my years as an adult, I think this is the first year that my grass is needed cut in March and I haven't been able to do it because of the weather. Because of the weather. I know, it's been so back and forth. Yeah. I was well, just we'll get, so, like, so we pissed about this weekend. One super nice day, mm-hmm. and then two weeks of cold. Yeah. It's insane. I know. It's Ohio. <laughs> it sucks. You know, anytime you, you move away from Ohio to someplace warmer, people always tell you, you're going to miss the changing seasons. No. No. When, like... <laughs> You know, maybe the first five years of your life, you're like, oh, this is kind of cute. These changing seasons. This is magical. Wow. Then after that, you're like, all right, I I had enough of this shit. Like, fuck this. I have to drive in it? No. Yeah. Yeah, Then you get 16, you're like, I'm not driving in that shit. No. Who the fuck wants to? (laughs) Well, get ready for adulthood because you're going to have to drive in that shit. Driving some ice and some whiteouts. Especially if you're like me and you work in the media. Uh, yeah. And you have to drive from Youngstown, Ohio to Cleveland every day. Uh, yeah. And there is no calling off. No. <laughs> there sure isn't. I remember when, when I first got into broadcasting, they were like, you realize, like, you can't call off. This like, is your you, life like, now. You, yeah. You have you signed can't. away your soul now. Yeah, you cannot take days off. <laughs> uh, like, you get your allotted vacation and, and stuff like that, but uh, sick days... No, you're not gonna. You get sick days, but you're not gonna take them. Right. That's right. <laughs> you can t- you can take your vacation though. You just gotta have that planned out way in advance because exactly. they have to have somebody to replace you, and that's a whole thing. Yeah. No, but I yeah. I know what you mean. The though. media doesn't get a day off. No, that's very true. Yeah. That's very very true. Yeah. I know. I w- I was in Florida for I have family down there that I go visit every once in a while, but I was in Florida for like a month and a half years ago on like this. I tour managed this like band from pa and i didn't really want to come back like i was fine with the i was fine with the heat and humidity most people say oh that's what i hate about down there but i'm like no you know what though it's i didn't mind it the the humidity is only high in the summer months yeah because it's not bad like i've been down there the dry season is it's amazing i've been down there at different parts of the year and yeah it was only bad in like july yeah like june july winter time there is fucking great because it, well, it is you I know it, it'll be like anywhere from the low to the high 70s during the day mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel that hot 
No. You know, it feels like maybe upper 60s. It's like a nice then at night, day. At night, it might get down to like upper 30s, lower 40s, but it doesn't feel like it. No. Because it's, it's incredible. different. It's a different climate. Yeah. I remember uh, one time I was going out at night down there and I checked the weather and it was like 42 degrees. Yeah. I'm like, shit, I might have to put on long pants to go out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where my long pants are. <laughs> Like, I, I thought that part of my like, life was over. <laughs> I'd like to return my Florida. It's defective. But then I went outside just to, to test it out. And I'm like, no, I'm wearing shorts and sandals. Fuck this. Yeah. Because like, it's, it feels it's not great. the same. Yeah. It's like a different kind of cold. Cause, it's, it's not the bone chilling shit yeah, that we have here. <laughs> yeah. 42 degrees felt like maybe 75. Right. You know, it's like a weird sort of temperature thing. It is. It's very different. Very, very different. It's a different climate. Yeah. Because here, it's like cold and rainy and damp, and it just like gets windy. in your butt. Yeah, it's windy. that wind, the wind too. wind kills you. Oh, God. It like just gets into your soul and doesn't yeah. want to leave, you know? Yeah. Ugh. Even like, there's there's times in the summer where we get like a real windy day and it feels like fall. Oh, I know. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? Yeah. You'll get- we waited so long for this. What the hell is yeah. this? Like you might have like a week in, in late July that just feels like fall. So weird. That's happened. The past few years, that's definitely yeah. happened. Yeah. It is very strange. Yeah. I started noticing it like maybe 10, 15 years ago. I'm like, this is weird. Why do, why do we have this? Uh, well, probably climate change. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Possibly. Yeah. But it has been really odd, especially the past few years. I've noticed Spe- it. Speaking of which. Yeah. <laughs> have you uh, seen this conspiracy theory going around now? Oh, Jesus. What now? Uh there's people that think that the government raised the gas prices just to push what? electric cars. No, okay, I did see some asshole share that on Facebook. <laughs> and I think it's somebody that I like unfollowed or unfriended like shortly after for something else that they said. So <laughs> I was like, really, guy? Really? Well, I know uh, Buttigieg is going around and, and really, you know, saying, well, these high gas prices, that's a good opportunity for you to buy an electric car. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, I get it's, a, it. it's a good point. Yeah, that is a good point. If you just take it as that and yeah. you don't take it further than that, yeah. you know? I mean, I don't see it as some sort of big conspiracy. No, I don't yeah. either. Um, but he is right. It is a good opportunity. It is. It would be an even better opportunity if electric cars were more affordable to the average it would citizen. It would also be a better opportunity if public transportation was more available to the average citizen, which it's not that around too. here, that as too. you both, you and I both know. Yeah, I mean, in, in bigger cities, it is more the norm. It's a viable option, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here, no. Like, no, it's non-existent, man. No, it, even like Uber and Lyft. That's going out. Kind of scarce that's in this going area. out the window, especially with co with the COVID stuff. Because that used to be. I mean, well, it was already like in, real in bigger, sparse. In bigger cities, it is a, a bigger thing. It's still around. Yeah. Yeah. Like I I remember like uh, walking International Drive near Universal in Orlando. Oh well, yeah, because I, I did. That's the first time I, I used would Lyft see, was in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I I would see Uber and Lyft drivers just sitting in in mm-hmm. the parking lots. Yeah, cause just waiting wait to just pick people because it's a shopping and, and restaurant and bar area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they would just sit there and, and wait. But I know? swear, like we had a nice handful of people around here, and then they all just disappeared. Yeah. Over the past two years, that were drive like probably with the drive share services, probably weren't making money. No. During COVID, everybody switched to like the the or the food order like DoorDash. Yeah. I mean, that makes more sense. DoorDash, Grubhub, yeah. Uber Eats. Yeah. yeah. That's where you make your money. Well, then there's also this thing. Uh, I've used it a few times. It's an app called Turo, T-U-R-O. Oh, 
Okay, uh, I don't think I've heard of that. It's a car rental app. Oh, nice. So basically, it's like an Airbnb with cars. Okay, so let's say you you wow. have let's say you have a uh, another car okay. sitting around that you're not using. Yeah, that's decent, like your spare decent car. That yeah, you have just sitting around. Yeah. Um, so you can rent it out. You to can people. rent it out to people. Wow. You know, you can set whatever the price for the rental would be. That's interesting. Uh, if there's a, a cleaning charge, <clears throat> you put that in there. Um, you can also set like a mileage limit. You could I was say, just going to ask yeah, about that. I yeah, yeah you could say, uh, okay, like I have a 500-mile limit. Yeah. Uh, there's some of them that are unlimited miles. So if, if, you know, you need to take a trip to Myrtle Beach, mm-hmm. you know, you want to take a vacation to Myrtle Beach, you say, hey, I want to rent this car for a week, you know, unlimited mileage. You can rent that's take a, to Myrtle Beach. That's an interesting idea. Yeah. It makes, I mean, it sounds like a great opportunity. A lot of people don't know cash. about it. No, I've never heard of that. Yeah. I figured it was a matter of time, though. Because a lot of people do. I mean, there's people that have spare cars. I actually know a guy. Uh, he's in Austin, Texas. All right. Doesn't own a car. But he uses Turo. Will rent a car and do DoorDash. Okay. See, that's really smart. Like, way to hustle, but, dude. Not, and I was, I was like, you know what? That's actually a cool idea. That is a cool idea. Because the car he's getting, he pays 35 for it a day. Yeah. So he'll rent it for like a day or two. It's seven, you know, thirty-five to 70, 70 bucks to rent it. Yeah. And he could easily make five, six hundred bucks. That's way worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That. Wow. That's actually really. That's really smart. Yeah. That yeah. Be, see, that would that would be great if you didn't. Yeah, if you were somebody who had a license but you didn't have a car, like that would be that would be a really good yeah. good way to do things. I mean, I could have used that a few years ago. Because there was a couple times I didn't have I didn't have a car or like my car was out of commission like that would have helped me so much yeah so that's something I think hopefully something hopefully that picks yeah, up yeah and uh, like the nice thing about Turo too is you could either you know there's two options you could pick the car up mm-hmm. or you could have it brought to you oh nice yeah that's even better yeah so let's say you're traveling you're flying into uh, SeaTac Airport mm-hmm. Seattle yeah and you need to rent a car you know you. You're sitting there waiting for the plane to take off. You rent the car for, you know, whatever, how many hours from now you're going to be landing. And I want it brought to me at the airport. Boom, it's there. You already paid That's... for it. And, you know, rental car companies, uh, you need a credit card to rent. Yes, you do. A lot of people don't have credit cards, especially I don't. these days. I've always just had a prepaid debit card, and that always yeah. has always worked for me. You can't rent a car. Yeah, that's bull- it's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> it's really uh, frustrating. Um, but yeah, you could just use your regular debit card. You know, I think they even take PayPal and cash. Oh, on there sweet. Too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that needs to become more of a thing. Yeah. Um, like not a lot of people know about it and I think that I feel that they should. Well, you just taught me something. Yeah. I didn't know about it's, it. Like it's just as useful as Airbnb. Yeah, absolutely. Like with Airbnb, like I may never stay in a hotel ever again. Well, cause hotels are so damn overpriced, you and know, it's crowded. You know? And plus with an Airbnb, you can actually be in like a cool neighborhood or something like that. You don't yeah. have to be in like, you know, a commercial area or yeah, something exactly. like that. exactly. And I mean, there's, you know, different different things that you can get with the Airbnb. Like yeah. um, sometimes you may be in a house where the person's still staying there mm-hmm. and they're just renting out like four or five bedrooms or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you're just renting a room, you know, which isn't bad if you're, like, on a vacation. Like, let's say you're going to Disney World. Yeah. 
You know, you're going to be gone all day anyways. You're just staying here. Right. It's $20 a night just for a bedroom to sleep in. That's not bad. You know, you don't have to... That's like such a no-brainer. You know, go in an elevator to go up to the ninth floor yeah, after like a long in, day of walking out. around. Yeah. Yeah. You just... Yeah, you show up. You know, they give you like... A lot of them have like pin pads that will open the front door for you. They mm-hmm. let you in. They give you the code for it. You go in. Your room's right there. You go to sleep. <laughs> that's such a great... You know? See, I think that's such a great option. Like, yeah. A friend of mine and or, I... Or you could rent a whole house. Yeah. I've had friends do that yeah. like for vacations yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I've done that before. I have a friend that her and I are thinking about going to Portland in August, and we okay. already agreed we're doing an Airbnb yeah, if we go. That, that's the way to go. Yeah, yeah, especially somewhere like that. I would yeah. love to do that. I mean, if you got a big group of people, you know, you all chip in. Because sometimes, like, a whole house is expensive for, for a night, you know? Yeah, but if you're with six, peop- yeah, six you got, or seven people. Yeah, six, seven people, yeah, you, you can afford that. It's better than yeah. paying for a fucking hotel. It's like yeah. a strip of rooms. Yeah, you, you know? You know, you get some shitty roadside motel that might have bed bugs. Oh, God. Know? Yeah. Bed bugs, etc. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> bed bugs, somebody buried in the wall. You know, you never know. Yeah. But- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, look at how many people die in hotel rooms. Exactly. Oh, my God. I just thought of that over the weekend. Because we actually stayed at a a decent place, but that's always what I think of. I'm like, I wonder what happened here. Yeah. What are the secrets, you know? Yep. Oh, God. Well, an Airbnb at someone's home, you know? So, obviously, their their life is there, but it's a little bit more. Yeah, and... It's more more warm. And uh, in order to do an Airbnb, you have to own the home. Yeah. When you own a home, you take more pride in it than well, because you're responsible rental, for the upkeep. You know? Yeah, especially if you've got people staying there, you're gonna make sure it's as nice as possible. Absolutely. Um, you know, and then they they charge a cleaning fee too, which isn't isn't bad. Well, some of them aren't bad. Sometimes they'll the the cleaning fee is a scam. Ah, uh, yeah, I'd imagine. You know, you'll, <laughs> you'll see something and you're like, wow, that's only thirty dollars a night. That's beautiful. And then you go. Through the checkout the process, five, you're about to yeah. check out, and you're like, oh, oh, $100 a night cleaning fee. <laughs> Surprise. That's why it's only $30 a night. Okay. <laughs> Next. That's good to know. But too. most of them are pretty genuine, you know. And, like, I've stayed I've stayed in places, too, where the owner of the house was there, too. Yeah. They're renting out different rooms, you know. Uh, it hasn't been, hasn't been too bad. Like, there was one. Uh, we stayed there. It was, it was me and Jackie. We stayed there, and... Uh, the the couple we stayed with was was real nice. They let us. They gave us access to their pool and hot tub. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah, there was another family there that was in town for for Disney. It was like uh, you know the parents and a kid. And they were never there. Uh, but I was out doing stuff the one day, and uh, they they took Jackie out on a boat ride. That's so nice. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. That's great. Super, super cool people, yeah. Yeah, see, I feel like you could meet neat, neat people that way, like yeah. meet locals for wherever you're going. Yeah. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, I would, I definitely think if we do, if we end up doing Portland, we're definitely going to go the Airbnb yeah. route, because there's got to be some interesting folks with Airbnbs in Portland of all places. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like Airbnb and, and Turo and, and stuff like that, even like uh, Uber, Uber Eats. Yeah, things have gotten, DoorDash, all of that's like that. gotten like, a lot more... It's it's changing the game. It is absolutely. It's really changing the game. Um, I mean, as far as like food delivery services, like any any place that has like in house delivery. Yeah. Like Panera, Chick Fil A, yeah, uh, pizza places. That's probably all going to be gone in the next decade. Yeah. No, you're probably they're, they're right. They're all going to go through these other companies. 
Yeah. I mean, I already know some local places that don't even do their own delivery anymore. Yeah. Like Pizza oh, yeah. Pizza Works. Yeah. They just use Grubhub. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, there, it may, if it makes more sense for them, but if they don't there, have to, there like... There has been uh, some controversy, though, with DoorDash. Uh, some places are complaining because they're not... Like, they didn't put their business on DoorDash. DoorDash went ahead and did it themselves. See, yeah, that's kind of shitty. Yeah. Um, because... When you order from those places, the order doesn't go to the store. No, it goes through DoorDash. Yeah, the driver that accepts the order gets the order. And they take they it. Have like a, an independent they, contract. Yeah, they have like a, a card, a DoorDash card that mm-hmm. they get. They take that and they, they order. They place the order there, use the DoorDash card to pay. Right. And then deliver the food. Right. So because of doing it that way, DoorDash was like, hey, we'll just put all these restaurants on here. That's shitty. And yeah. So, and when they do that, a lot of where they make their money at is they mark everything up. Every item on the menu oh, is marked up. Oh, they definitely up. do. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that, that's the complaint from these businesses. They're like, I yeah, feel we, we kind of like this option of having our food delivered, but we don't like having our food marked up without our permission. Um, yeah, Because, you know, if sense. you have like big corporations like, you know, Perkins and McDonald's and shit like that. Right. That you know they've already agreed to the fact that DoorDash is going to be raising the prices so on all their the prices, items. Yeah. yeah, you know uh, Sal's Pizza down the road they uh, haven't agreed to that. No, they're like, no, I yeah, want to charge this eighteen ninety nine for a large pizza, and you guys are charging twenty two ninety nine. I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't agree that, to that. That yeah. hurts the local. People. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't like that. That that's kind of shitty. Yeah, so that probably needs to change. <laughs> yeah, we'll see if it does though. Um, but once that controversy kind of goes away, I think that you're going to see a lot of places. Uh, I think like the big chain pizza places might be the last ones. Yeah. Like Domino's Pizza Hut. Domino's Pizza Hut, Papa John's. Yeah. Uh, They might be the last ones to buckle, but they will. Eventually. Yeah, they will. When, you know, when, you know, a, a lot of. Those those three places, a lot of their shops are franchises. Yes, they are. You know, mm-hmm. and if you have a guy that owns maybe one, two, three stores, if he sees how much money he could save on payroll, he's gonna go for it. Yeah, yeah. Why, especially why if the he? franchisee, he'd yeah. go for it. Yeah, especially if they don't own a whole lot of stores. You know, I mean, if you've got someone that owns like twenty, thirty pizza huts, you know, what's it to them? Exactly. But if you it's know, somebody they're who's multi-millionaires like, anyways. Yeah. Well, especially around here, like anybody who owns like a franchise, it's one or two, maybe one, two or three stores. Yeah. So it would make sense for them. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah but yeah, that, that is the future. I you think know? you're right. It's, it's amazing how fast everything's kind of changed. Oh yeah. Like even when you think about 10 years ago, like all of that's changed. Yeah. It's all different. Like that, all that ride share and like delivery service kind of stuff. It's it, especially over the past couple of years with how much. How much COVID kind of changed everything. Oh, yeah. Like, that's, it's made a big difference. And, you know, Uber and Lyft have made such a huge impact in New York City. Yeah. That yeah. the taxi companies are Oh, the cabs. Are, yeah, the cabs. angry. Are, they are pissed. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely pissed. Because that's, that's going to be on its way out, too, I think. Like, yeah. the, the more of the rideshare stuff becomes more available, I think, like, cab services, because those are so overpriced. I mean... And fucking buses... Bus, yeah. <laughs> Unless it's a good system, like... Cause well, you know, 
the idea of city buses is such a great concept. It what is. What they've become. I know. It's a shame. I mean, you know, I... It's a, it's a cesspool of crime, you know, rapes. It makes me so assaults, sad. I know. Robberies. I know, because I... When I was living in Pittsburgh, I was the a, same with the subway. New I York, was a you know? big fan of the Port Authority buses. Like they were great, always on time. Like, and the great thing is, I'm an iPhone user, have been forever, and they have the route like right programmed into Siri. Yeah. So if you need to get somewhere, it'll tell you what bus you need to take, what stop you need to go to, all of that. Yeah. But you know, it depends on what area of the city you're in, because yeah, there's some scary, some really scary bus oh, yeah. stops. Like I will never forget the one that I had to take to get to the mall like to go get anything that wasn't groceries i had to go to monroeville from where i was living and i had to take i had to go from the wilkinsburg stop yeah. which is wilkinsburg is a little scary <laughs> so it's it's like downtown i want to it kind of reminded me of the east side of youngstown a little oh, bit jeez. yeah so i would be at this bus stop by myself in the middle of wilkinsburg and i'm like mm, i don't know if i like this you know <laughs> so you're right it's yeah. a great concept but we need to work on the safety aspect. The subway is the it's same. It's the same thing. With the subway, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll never forget the one time that I was on the subway, and I was actually uh, going back to my hotel after seeing Rent. Yeah. For the second time. Oh, you saw Rent on Broadway. Several times, yeah. Oh my god. Four or five times. That actually, yeah. yeah, that's that's something I've always wanted uh, to see. I actually I got to see Broadway the original now. cast too. Which that's amazing. Great. But this is yeah the second time I went out there to see Rent. Um, I was on the subway and it wasn't late. It was maybe nine ten o'clock, and uh, pretty packed subway, and there's a naked homeless guy, just standing there, not standing, even, not even surprised, taking a shit and masturbating at the same time. Great, fantastic! <laughs> oh my god! And yes, he finished both. Oh, New York, New York is just yeah. something else. <laughs> yeah, I uh, yeah, I lived in I was in New York for a minute too. I was there for a month, and I I took the subway everywhere I went or I walked. And I was lucky enough that I was in East Village, so I just took the L pretty much everywhere, the L train, which is nice. There's yeah. really no problems there. Um, there was a couple times I took, like, the C or the A, and that's when it, if it went to different parts of, like, Harlem or uh, the Bronx or Queens, that's when I would run into some weird stuff. Never saw anything like that. But I'd get, I'd, you know, I would still keep to myself and keep my guard up because it's, yeah, it's not, it's not perfect either. Yeah. It's a great great concept it's a great way to move everybody fast especially in such a populated and big sprawling place like new york but <laughs> we've got to work on the safety aspect you know yeah for sure same thing with buses i'm with you on that uh you know earlier i mentioned uh taking back sunday yeah do you know what today is no what's today today is the 20th anniversary of the release of their first tell album. all your friends yeah Oh man! Yeah. Okay, that was the first album of theirs that I heard, and I could probably Does that make sing. you feel old. Yes, it made me feel ancient. Thank you. <laughs> Still a middle-aged emo, though, uh, not an elder emo. Some great songs on that album, though. Cute yeah. without the E. Oh God! Yes. Great romances of the 20th century. God, I was just gonna say. And like, of that course, was... you're so last summer. She said, "Don't oh, <laughs> so let it go to your head." Oh my God! Yeah, 20 Fantastic years ago today, shit. that record came out. That's insane. I can't, Brandon. I just can't. I can't yeah. believe that. <laughs> Still a middle-aged emo, though, like I said. <laughs> not an elder. I'm not there yet. Give me 10 years. You know, in such a, a short period of time there, um, 
you know, late 90s, early 2000s, I think about the amount of music trends that I lived through just There's, in that short period. I know! It hit, it like... You know, like, you, you had uh, the, the ska explosion of uh, 96, 97. That was a hardcore thing. Yes, it was. Um, you had the uh, techno explosion in 97, uh, the new metal thing, uh, the goth thing. Yes, uh, definitely. Boy bands, uh, girl pop, uh, emo, pop punk, all that just in such a short period of time. Oh, it's nuts. So I was thinking about that too, because I mean, again, like we have a little bit of an age difference, but I was around for most of that too, yeah. and it's just crazy. And before that was grunge. Yeah, grunge was the early nineties. Yeah, yeah, like that was uh, you know the beginning of my teenage years was, was grunge. So you saw a lot, like a <laughs> lot of musical evolution. Yeah, it's a, it's really cool. It's crazy how fast things change. I kind of feel like everything now, like there's some things that stand out, but everything now is just kind of so. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm waiting to see what the next thing is, you yeah. know? Uh, another anniversary is coming up in a couple weeks. What's that? Uh, the 10th anniversary of the show. Oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. Uh, What's your actual anniversary date? It is April 12th. April 12th? That's a good, yeah. that's a good day. April 12th was the first show. Uh, yeah, the show started. It was just me. And then for the second half of the show, Country Grammar nice. would uh, would stop in. Okay. And then uh, it expanded. We added uh, my friend Alyssa. She she would be part of the show. And for a while there, Country Grammar and Alyssa were alternating. One week he would come in and hang out for the show. Next week she would come in. Then they started coming in for every show together. And then uh, – We've had an interesting group of people that have come and gone. That's very since true. Then. Yeah, that's very true. <laughs> um, and then next week we'll have uh, three people on the show. Yeah, for the first time in a while. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah, and th- I think this will work out too because if there's ever a week where one of you can't make it, then you have a. I'm not, yeah, I'm not scrambling at the last minute trying to find somebody to fill in. You know, we won't do that to you. No, <laughs> I promise. I don't I think won't. there's ever going to be a week where both of you aren't here. No, probably not. Um, yeah. When when I first brought the show back, I wanted uh, a male coast and a female coast. But you got a non-binary but, one. Yeah, that's even that's better. Fine. I'm all right with that. Uh, Yay! But originally, we had uh, my friend Jess was going to be on it, but then like she was having some health problems, so she backed out. And then uh, a friend of, of mine and, and Jackie's, uh, she was going to be on, but she lives all the way out in Canton. Oh, damn! That's and that was hard. when like that was before COVID, so yeah. we were doing everything in person at that time. Right. Uh, she was going to drive out every week. I'm like, that's kind of far. So she she ended up uh, backing out. So then it ended up being just me and Ed. But then, like, at first, before COVID, we were doing guests every week. Yeah. You know, there was a few times it turned into a bit of a circus in here, like when we had the service monkeys in here. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh. That, you know, in in over 20 years of doing this, this is the first, that was the first time I ever felt like I lost control of the show. Yeah, I, sound, I felt like, like it was about to turn into a Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Because normally I don't like bringing a full band in. No, that's a little It's much. hard. Everybody starts talking over each other. And, you know, the people listening, 
don't know. It's hard for them to follow. Yeah, they don't know all yeah. these different voices because right. they don't. They're not on all. They're time, not watching know? either. Yeah. they're not watching who's talking yeah. or anything like, like people that. People that listen to the show, they know my voice. They know your voice. They know Ed's voice. Right. Because we're on all the time. You right. know. Mm-hmm. But these guys aren't on all the time. They don't know their voices. They don't know who's talking when. You know, it, it gets crazy. Usually, I like to have one person from a band in, and occasionally I'll get two. Like when I had uh, Glass Alice in here. Yeah. You know, I had two guys from the band in here. I feel like that's probably enough. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's usually it's more than enough sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. It depends on the people. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, if I'm doing something on video, it's a little different. Um, there was another time, like I had. Uh, Three of the members of Orgy in studio. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I allow that because it's Orgy. I'm yeah, like, yeah, right. I'm like, I say no. Of course. Yeah. Uh, then there was another time I was doing a video interview uh, with, I think it was three members of the Verve Pipe. Really? Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. So I allowed that because it was video. Oh, yeah. Well, so they yeah. could see what's going on and everything. Exactly. Because like it's hard if you're just listening to the audio. Yeah. If you're listening to the audio, it's it's hard. But... Yeah, like the orgy thing, I, I let that happen because it's orgy. I'm not gonna say no. Like, Absolutely not. <laughs> you know, like, like the the one guy that came in, you know, he's not an original member of orgy, but uh, he used to play in a band called Dead Sea before he was with, with before he was with orgy. Mm-hmm. The lead singer of Dead Sea is the son of Sharon Greg Allman. Wow. So. We talked about that a little bit too. Like, so I definitely wanted this guy in. Like, um, yeah, playing in a band with Cher's son. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah. Like they recorded their first album at Cher's house. Like, okay, that's yeah. almost like being a demigod because <laughs> she's a goddess. Yeah, that, <laughs> you know. Like, I'm gonna tell this guy he can't be on my show. No. Yeah. Hell no. Oh my god. But yeah, normally I like to keep it to one person from the band if I'm doing a band. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've interviewed you. I've been on this on that side of it where I've interviewed you as, just an, as an artist. And it, yeah. it's nice because that way you get a little bit more in-depth if you talk to just one person. Yeah, and you can get personal, too, and they don't feel like they have to, you know, show off. Yeah. That's, that's like, the thing I love most about, you know, radio as opposed to TV is, you know, if you're talking to somebody, they can't see the audience. Right. You know, it's just you and them in a room, and you could get them to open up about so much more. See, I'm a big fan of that over TV as well. Yeah. I like the radio. I like the radio approach better too. Yeah, when it comes to, to interviews, yeah. Um, like uh, the first time I interviewed uh, Brian Vanderark from the Verve Pipe, I had him on the phone. He was actually driving and. Got to his destination, stayed in the car, and talked to me. Oh, cool. Uh, but yeah, he thought it was just going to be a real quick thing. I had him on the phone for an hour. Oh, nice. So yeah. you got into a nice, engaging yeah. conversation. And then, uh, about two hours after the interview was over, his publicist emails me. And he said, that's incredible. He said, he's never done an interview that long. It's like, I'm guessing that's out of the norm. He's like, I can't, <laughs> he's like, I can't wait to hear this. So I, I you know, sent him the link. And he's like, wow, you got him to open up more than anyone else ever has. That's awesome. Yeah. See, sometimes it takes the right person. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I think the the, the best part of that interview for me was uh, we talked about the movie Rockstar, which he was in. Yeah, that's right. He he played the uh, the bass player in Mark Wahlberg's original cover band. I love that movie. Or, excuse me, tribute band. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then at the end of the movie... Uh, 
the song that Mark Wahlberg is singing in the coffee shop, that's a Verf Pipe song. Yeah! Oh, my God! So he was on set a lot for that movie. So we talked about that movie and what it was like. You know, like the, the one thing I, I had to ask him, I said, is it weird, you know, you're watching Mark Wahlberg, but then your song is playing back to you. Like, is that <laughs> fucking weird? Mark Wahlberg's up there lip-syncing your song? Oh. Yeah. That's... <laughs> And then, like, he was talking about, you know, working with Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's great you got to talk to him. Yeah. If, you know, if if I get somebody, I'm going to get as much out of them as possible. Oh, fuck yeah. You have to. Of course. You know, I, I hate when when I see or hear an interview, and it's just the same basic questions that everybody that asks It's like you're going off script. That sucks. Yeah. You're not getting anything out of it. Yeah, like... They're promoting a new album or a new movie or something. That's all they're talking about. And you've already heard this same interview ten times. I don't like that either. Yeah. Especially if it's somebody that I really like. I want I want the in-depth stuff. Who yeah. doesn't, you know? Yeah. You know, I, I like to take the approach that an interview is like a therapy session. Yeah, me too. You know, um... Imagine I'm your therapist. Every musician has some weird stuff going on. They have some Otherwise, demons. Otherwise, they wouldn't be a musician. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I can vouch. I can absolutely vouch. You know, so I try to get them to open up about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, because that's what makes you. That's what makes you more real to your audience too. Exactly. You know, I'm all about like. And obviously, I'm not the biggest act in the book. I, I'm gaining a little bit more of a following the more I get out there. But that's one thing I always try to be with the people who actually care about my music is authentic. Yeah. Because that's what that that's what keeps people engaged. Is if, hey, I'm a human just like you. I'm a real person just like you. I'm just a performer. Yeah. Like, that's the only difference. You know? That's what keeps your audience around. And that's what humanizes you, too. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, uh... Got off track. But with the 10-year anniversary coming up... Yeah. Like, originally... Like, I'd kicked around a few ideas. I think we've talked about them on yeah, the show. Yeah, we did, we did talk like about doing, them on the show. Doing the show live at a, you know... At, at like, a, a venue. Music venue or something. Yeah. Doing live interviews, live music performances, something like that. Yeah, why not? Um. So, I might actually try to get that going... Maybe do do something like that in July. I'm all about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to look into a couple potential venues for that. Cool. Okay. See if I could work something out. Um, like, I know I could hit up Marky at Chippers and be able to do it there. That but, would be, yeah, that's a good fallback. Um, I think I might use that as a last resort. Yeah. Nothing against Chippers, but... Uh, I'd like to do a bigger place. I'm with you, yeah. definitely. Um, try to book some entertainment. Yeah. See how we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I think that, that could be really fun. I think it'd be fun. That'd be good for our listeners too. Yeah. Yeah, get get some merch to sell there. Heck yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that'll be fun. So that's something to look try forward to. to, try I'm, to work I'm, on I'm that. excited yeah. about that. Um. So it's about time to wrap things up. Yes, this has been a great um, show. Yeah, what do you got going on right now? Like anything going on this week that you want to plug? 
Oh, let's see. Not this week, but like, it's might... okay to plug your shows on here, by the way. <laughs> like, that's what we're here for. What's my next one? So I'm making my debut performance at Modern Methods Brewery in downtown Warren. Is that by the bike shop? No, it's actually um, in Dave Grohl Alley. They do outdoor shows in Dave Grohl Alley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I have my well, first show the there. What's the place over by the bike shop? Oh, that's a winery. That's a winery. Okay. That's Charbonnet's. That's right. I've, yeah. I played there with the cover band <laughs> I was in. That's a fun place. Yeah. Um, but I am making my debut performance at Modern Methods on April 15th. Okay. So that's my that's my next show. Um, leading up to that, I'm just going to be finishing up recording, and I'll keep everybody posted on that as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah it's too bad Havana House doesn't have live music anymore. Yeah, because I know they, they were a spot for a while. Yeah. But the, yeah, not so much anymore. For, I, you know, I think what killed it was for about a three-month period, they had John Dante every Thursday. Oh, just yeah. Just jamming. <laughs> That's kind of, I mean. Like, you see the same thing every week or you get sick of it. Yeah. You know, like, he's a super talented guy. I he like is. John Dante a lot. but No, yeah, he is. Yeah, you see the guy every Thursday for three weeks, that's going to bore you to well, death. Well, I've been to a couple, I've been to a couple, like, open mic and jam nights like that where it's the same people. Yeah. They just get up there and do it, and it gets old. Yeah. You know, you don't want that. My, my cousin Jimmy does uh, open mic nights in the area. And yeah, it's usually just him and his buddies just jamming. Jimmy who? Sayers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I thought you guys were related. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been to a few of his open mics, and it's just him and his buddies jamming. Yeah, that's like, it. Yeah. That's pretty much what it turns into. Yeah. And it's the same. I mean, all these little dives that have stuff like that, it's the same people that go. You know, and it just yeah. it's it's fun once or twice, <laughs> but then it's it gets old. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm excited to play at Modern Methods. They're a pretty, like, groovy, like, LGBTQ-friendly place. Plus, they they have they make their beer there, which okay. is amazing. Yeah. So where's, where's that at? Is that, like... It's on... So, you know Courthouse Square? Yeah. Like, you well, go... Why don't Dave Grohl Alley? Is. Yeah, you yeah. go in. Their, their entrance is in the back. Like, okay. you go around, around the building. Okay. Yeah. So, it's, like, right next to where the Box Gallery and Beautiful World are. Okay. Yeah. The box gallery, that's Aaron Chine's place, that's right? A, that's a tat shop, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Brian, he's one of the artists I go to, so I don't know. I'm, I'm a Warrenite. I've become a full-on Warrenite. I live right downtown. <laughs> so I try to I try to patronize, and, like, I finally, it's been forever that I've wanted to play at that place, and I finally got to meet the owner on St. Patrick's Day, and she was nice enough to book me. You know, there's some cool stuff going on in downtown Warren now. I know! I'm five minutes from there. I never go Dude, there. Dude, you have to come hang out! Seriously. Like, I don't think I've even been to Courthouse Square, like driven through Courthouse Square, since we went to court. Dude. Okay. <laughs> like five minutes. We need from to there. we need to change we need to change that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, like when like COVID turned me into a hermit. I know, you turned into a hermit. Yeah. Like real hard. Yeah. Well, this summer you and the wifey you need to come hang out with me. Because that that's my well, neighborhood. and another thing too is is sitters. You know, I know. Like her, oh, I know. Her parents are open to, to babysit from time to time, but that's all the way out in Barberton. Oh. Yeah. Like I, I, I say Akron, and people are like, "Well, oh, that's not that far." No, no, no. You know, from here to Gilchrist Road, the furthest east point in Akron. Yeah, that's not that far. But no, they live in Barberton, yeah, which that's is like way all the, like out. her parents are like literally a stone's throw away from the county line for Wayne County. Okay, yeah, that's a little far. Yeah, like, they're not far from Worcester. Okay, like, yeah, that's a little yeah. bit of a ways. Like, her parents' to, like her parents' house to Worcester is, like, maybe a 20-minute drive. Well, if you guys ever, like, yeah. if you guys are ever able to get a sitter that's not all the way out in Akron, you guys need to come hang out, because there is some yeah. great stuff going oh, on downtown. Yeah. 
it's coming, you know, and I'm from Youngstown. So I kind of watched downtown Youngstown come back a little bit. Downtown Warren's on its way, too. Oh, shit. Downtown Youngstown is, man, it's it's not like it was 20 years ago. No, it's not. Like, I remember downtown Youngstown. Down there was, it was the Plaza Cafe. Yeah, I and, remember. Like, where the Plaza Cafe was, it's where Liquid Blue is right now. You couldn't even drive through there. No, like, it was They had was those all... giant planners and the, the bricks. I liked those, Like, yeah. I liked it. That's where VexFest used to be. I, I went to VexFest. Yeah. I went to JonesFest, too. But, uh, yeah, you had the Plaza Cafe there. And then down uh, two blocks and around the corner was Cedars. Yeah, old Cedars. Yeah, so we used to spend a lot of time just on Friday, Saturday night, bouncing back and forth between the two places, and then maybe close out the night over on the west side at Nyabingi. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now, like, there's so many freaking bars down there. I know. Right? It's it, They have it packed down there. And God, I, can't, I can't even tell you the last time I went down there. Like, hung out in downtown Youngstown. They made, you been. know they made Phelps Street into, like, kind of a closed-off, like, yeah. seating and stuff, and lighting and yeah, stuff I like that. Yeah, I saw that. I like that. I'm glad they did that. Honestly, I think the last time I went out in downtown Youngstown was... Well, actually, it wasn't that long ago. I went I went to uh, Susie's in 2019, summer of 2019. I went to Susie's to see... Uh, December Sun did a reunion show. Oh, okay, yeah. But before that, it was Joe's bachelor party in 2017. That's a long time ago. Yeah, that's a re- that's before the I night- that's before I I really knew Joe or Allie. Um, yeah, that was the night Joe wanted to walk home and stab every person he saw on his way home. That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> Joe Joe wasn't Joe that night. It was Gunk. No, he turned into Gunk. Yeah, you, yep. Yeah, you don't want to be around Gunk. No, no, I've heard the legends. <laughs> I've heard the legends of oh. many. The divorce party. <laughs> I've also heard I thought, about that. Yeah, I thought I thought we were all going to go to jail. Oh my god! And not because of anything we were doing, because of what Joe was yeah, doing. Yeah, he's a, he's a nut. He's a, he's a cartoon character in certain situations. He just yeah. really is. <laughs> uh, all right. So if you don't know, you could listen on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Uh, of course, anywhere else that you listen to podcasts as well. Yes, please tune in. We'd love to have you. Uh, you can email the show at any time. It's planetchaosradio at gmail.com. Uh, Instagram and YouTube, it's at planetchaosradio. Twitter is at planetchaos underscore. <clears throat> you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. It is at Brandon underscore chaos. Tumblr is at Brandon Chaos, all one word. TikTok is at official Brandon Chaos, also all one word. Reach me on Facebook. Look up Crash the Great. I am on Facebook as of right now. I am working on an Instagram page as well. Sweet. It's about time to get back on the gram. Oh, I know, man. It's been too long. All right. Well, uh, we will be back again next week. Uh, and we will uh, we will be a trio. Yeah, we'll be week. Mr. Ed. Yeah, we'll have Ed. <laughs> and then um, I think what we're going to do... Uh, just an in-studio trial run of doing video. Cool. Okay. And uh, whatever we get out of that, we can just cut up as teaser clips, too. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. Well, we will see you guys again next week. Have a great week, guys. Thank you. Goodbye. Oh, my family.